Welcome to the 100th episode of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our top 100 horror films of all time comes to an epic conclusion with the top 20. Yay! Hear ye, hear ye. Our 100th episode of all time now commences. I bought you guys some champagne, so let's uh, crack this bottle right now. <laughs> I didn't, are we recording? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, a, a, hundred, a hundred episodes, and the guy still has no idea what's going on. That's okay, though. We still got like another uh, at least a hundred until we figure it out. To, yeah, I've probably only done like fifty of these. So uh, yeah, you you actually don't get to celebrate. You have to wait another you, you fifty get a episodes. Yeah, but, I, I uh, would be curious how many I've done, but it's not a hundred. A lot of mm. lot of uh, Shocktober. Well, let's be honest. We do a lot of Shocktober yeah. that drains us, and then we psych off. At least the old podcast did. Now, now we're newer. We're, we're we're, we've got the swing of things. We're getting a new we're one out every men. week. Noir Vember's like, coming up. Yeah, like, we got a lot of stuff to or January. About it. <laughs> well, we're doing this. <laughs> let's not talk about the future. Let's yeah. talk about the past. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are today. Yes, we're celebrating our hundredth episode. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> do we have a clip uh, show to put in our top hundred? No, we don't get time to. <laughs> Put that together. Come yeah, on. There's, there's not a lot. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, this is uh, just a clip of you guys yeah. wanting to kill each other talking exactly. about war. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm hoping the we're going to get to talk show. about today. If it makes money's top bore, twenty, bore. Um, but yeah, no, this has been a long time coming. This is we've been counting down to our top one hundred. Now we're going to finish it off with the top twenty. This is the the big heavy hitters. Um, I guess Ooh. we're going to probably have. How many how many films do you guys think that we're going to have that all three of us are going to have on the list? First, who who are we? Oh, the movie Maddie. City Maniacs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We are no longer like individuals. We are now a collective. Oh, so we, we don't are, introduce like, ourselves. The movie City Maniacs. <laughs> I'm Kyle. Yeah. I'm Maddie. I'm Adam. You would think after 100 episodes, yeah, we get this. I'm, we're we're I'm too going, excited. We're I'm too excited. By, I am jazzed. <laughs> From now on, I'm Dr. 100. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, how many episodes or how many movies do you guys think we're all going to have on in the on top twenty? Yeah, top twenty. I was thinking we're going to have uh, three in common in the top twenty. Yeah, see, yeah, I, I thought a lot more, and then I was like, wait a second, you guys fucking had these so low. Yeah. I'm going to guess five. I'm saying five. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> so we'll see. I think it's so wait, be five. If it's four, all three of us win. All three of us lose. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, I think Maddie, if we're going price by Price is Right rules, yeah. Maddie okay. would win. Actually, so. that's okay. Fire, fire. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I don't know. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we jump into it? Or We were talking, like, how many of these movies out of your top 100 do you think would actually make your top 100 movies of all time? Yeah, yeah. it's something I've been thinking about a lot recently as I've been putting this together, because mm-hmm. as I've been finishing, you know, putting my notes together for this final episode, I went... What if we did this for top yeah. hundred oh, movies? It'd be, it'd be so hard. I, I would like to do so that hard. one yeah. day. To, the two hundredth episode. Yeah. yeah, I think I think <laughs> the, that would be insane. Because even right now, like a one hundred of a certain genre was hard enough. So hard. Then you get like one hundred of all time. Like, I don't know. I almost insane. wonder if it would be easier. Because yeah. I think that 
you could you can find a hundred big films right away. Whereas this, it's yeah. like you're going after all these niche picks and stuff like that. I, I found like I was, you know, I, I don't know. I, I almost How would think you it would like be easier. Clock it down to one hundred though. Like that yeah. would be the. I think that would be the hard part. I'm thinking it's going to be somewhere between fifteen and twenty-five. I was thinking of my horror. That's yeah. that's high. Yeah, because you're we. I mean, for for new listeners. You're not really like you've become a horror guy over the past what five years or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Probably that's what I've seen a lot. Of, the truth is, like a lot of the movies. Once we get into my top fifteen, not all of them, but a yeah. lot of them, are, I've been are are movies I've loved yeah. for for years and years and years. Okay, uh, fair enough. Uh, there's a couple I would say in the top twenty that are stuff I haven't seen, and then there's a few even in my last like the back half. Of mm-hmm. my twenty, where I've I've seen those a bajillion times, yeah. they kind of got bumped a little bit. Yeah, it's somewhere. Maybe it's it, maybe I'd be surprised and be like, oh, it's ten, Matt. To, to be honest, I looked at my list. I would say twenty five to thirty as well. But I, I do say, like, if I did a list, I would almost like I would be like, I've already given the listeners these hundred. I would almost like feel I wouldn't want to duplicate too many and that's the thing too like you'd you'd want a fair representation of like you gotta have the best comedies on there mm-hmm. dramas action like it, it, it would be fun it would be a lot of fun Maddie I would say 25 actually yeah maybe like 25 to 35 because yeah yeah I don't think I get I think 25 is probably high for me mm-hmm. I, th- I think 15 is probably more realistic but you yeah. never know. I, I think it'd be, yeah, I think it's one of those things if I was actually doing yeah. it for like a book or something, it might be different. Yeah. If I was doing it for the podcast, it might be different because I'd be like, I've already talked about these. Do I need to repeat all these? I didn't know it'd be tough. Yeah, it would be hard to like uh, even like compare something like Pledge Night to uh, Goodfellas. Yeah. Like it'd be an in- insane like well, yeah, Goodfellas. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Not very doesn't good. Even compare, yeah. but to, <laughs> it's more like mediocre fellas, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I just found like when I put together this list, I kind of wanted to represent a lot of like my favorite genre. So it's like we'll talk about it at the end. But I mean, animals. I left off big flicks, and it's yeah. like it's not that I don't enjoy those flicks. I mean, maybe some of them I don't, but like for the most part, I love those movies. Some of those movies, I'm like, wow, these are amazing. And when I was putting together this list, they were high up, and then when I started thinking about it, it's like these movies are amazing, but I don't. You know, they're not the first movie that comes to my head when I want to rewatch a horror film. So mm-hmm. that's when I started putting together. It's like the ones that like I've rewatched many times and still get a kick out of rewatching. So I think, yeah, that would be that'd be the interesting thing about putting together that list. So one yeah. day, maybe yeah. it's the two hundred and fifty. Yeah, give give us some time, man. <laughs> Fuck that. Let's do 101. <laughs> right before Shocktober, you guys got to watch about 1,000 movies in the next that, week. Like, that's the thing. When we did this list, I've been basically just watching horror oh, yeah. movies it's, all it's year. It's insane, right? So at the end of this, we got like a month. All right, we can watch shit we've been saving that isn't a horror, and now we have Shocktober. So you're not well, there. and the funny thing is this week, yeah. mm-hmm. we have about a week before Shocktober, I was like, I had all these movies in non-horror I wanted to watch, and I, I got through a chunk of them. But now it's like I'm kind of watching for the shock tease, yeah. like movies and TV right. shows that mm-hmm. I kind of want to find for that list. So the horror just never, I never get a break from it. I'm not complaining. That's yeah, kind of awesome, actually. <laughs> I love it. I'm sure by November 1st, so I'm going to be ready for the, the noir uh, films or whatever mm-hmm. we decide to do. But um, yeah, I don't know. This is, this is a big uh, episode for us. We're going to probably get a little tipsy, get a little drunk, aka I will. These guys can actually <laughs> handle their booze. But it's going to be fun. And, and again, I feel like these, maybe not all of them, but there's going to probably be some big films. I'm sure most people, even uh, new people to horror, have seen a lot of these. So 
Um, you know, I, yeah. I think it's a little bit different than, you know, the, the 90 or 80 where you're throwing yeah. out fucking films like These slugs, are all classics, shit right? that people like, have never heard of or whatever. So, or some obscure mm-hmm. Japanese movie or whatever. Uh, you might surprise us. Full moon shit this guy was <laughs> giving you. So, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys just want to jump into it or? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do okay. it. Maddie, do you want right. to start off with number, number 20? 20. Uh, from 1985, Demons. Oh, yeah. How we've talked about this. You've talked about this already? No, I just missed my list. Have you talked about this? Yeah, I made mine, yeah. Yeah. It's such a fucking cool movie. Like, it starts off with like a movie in a movie, all these like, I know. weird guys in a movie theater. Like, even all the characters, as lame as they are, you kind of like how lame they are in a way. But, yeah. They're also super instantly recognizable, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, I wouldn't really say lame. I think they all kind of have their unique personalities, and they're, they're all fun I, to watch. I mean, like, you have the pimp. All, and, yeah, okay. I was thinking the pimp, but I was thinking about the, the actual the, uh, the leads. Like, the there, leads are some very... some pretty yeah. cheese yeah. ball the, moments. The guy's yeah. a wet blanket, but you kind of like him. He's a bit of a wet blanket. But even blanket. that wet blanket yeah. ends the movie on oh, a yeah, motorcycle exactly, with, with the, the sword, sword and heavy metal music, so... He redeems himself in the end. Even that blind guy you feel sorry for, like... And even the monsters look so fucking good. There's one of the best transformations, I think, on screen when they won, I guess, the pimp's girl. I don't want to ask about her occupation, but I assume <laughs> that like when her teeth kind of pops out and her nails pop out and her eyes kind of roll back into her skull. like, like And you're just cool thinking, way. is this yeah. going to help or yeah. hurt her career? Yeah, like exactly. with no, the no teeth and the no nails. <laughs> yeah, you know? right? Some guys have weird uh, fetishes there. So and even the lighting on this looks amazing when the guys are actually coming out of the cinema. With oh yeah, they're all the backlit, and, and you yeah. see like the guys. Yeah, it, yeah, it's fucking great. That's the uh, Lamberto v- yeah, Baba. Baba. You got Lamberto it, Baba's son. Yeah, like this was uh, a late cut. Yeah, it was so, a hard, hard eye. Um, I, I, I'd be pretty confident saying this is a maniac, but I guess I'll probably have to re- rewatch mm. to get. Well, yeah, I distinction. Well, it depends. Yeah, we'd have to look. If you've covered a previous on the show, then it, I think it'd be a maniac. But uh, which, yeah, if you guys haven't heard, we have thrown it up. We've uh, announced. Oh, we have Hall a of new, Fame. Our yeah, kind of the MCM Hall of Fame, the maniacs we call them, and it's any film that all three of us have given at least an eight out of ten or above. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've already added a bunch. I have to go through now past episodes because I think there's probably about ten more to add to the list. But for now, I've thrown up five or six, and nice. uh, yeah, that's it's going to be kind of cool to look after that or look at that list every year or two years and see like what has been added because there's some big big flicks that you know two of us will love and one of us holds it back and so it's always interesting um to to look at it one of us always holds it back (laughs) (laughs) well i i yeah i I think this list we've you and me have kind of there's probably a few yeah a couple big ones that we've or, or we've just had way lower down on our list that that than others, but yeah, hipsters, all you guys, man. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna watch something from the Criterion Collection. <laughs> Speaking of <Yeah>. Adam, <laughs> number twenty, uh, yeah, number twenty yeah. from 1987, Joel Schumacher's The Lost Boys. Oh, awesome! Yeah, nice. this one sneaked out of my list barely. Yeah, what? Didn't get in my list. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, I'm so I'm definitely not getting the yeah. the guess. I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like I think like a hundred. It, it was almost up there, but yeah, just yeah. wow, wild. Yeah. Wow. Uh, anyways, it, it's kind of like... It's kind of the definition that. of fun, man. Oh, yeah. It's, it's an awesome movie. It's a sexy sax guy. So this was my like yeah. instant, like, oh, this this yeah. is going to be... like This was one of the yeah. picks I had that we'd all three have in our 20. The, yeah. This is a movie that... Um, yeah, like I knew I loved it, but when I recently rewatched it, I, I forgot how good... It is, and how everything like works and holds up, yeah. and like it's, it's one of those movies where too. 
everyone is so fucking cool and you want to be every like <laughs> Jason Patrick it's like I want to be him and going after mm-hmm. the girl Keith or Southern the vampires now it's winter want to be those guys they make vampires seem fun then you got like Corey Haim and Corey Feldman the, the frog, frog brothers, brothers and like running a comic shop and their their parents are passed out every time <laughs> yeah. they go into the shop um, and I love how those guys like talk all this shit like they know all this stuff mm-hmm. and then when it, I mean you got to give them credit they are brave but when yeah. it comes down to it you realize you know they've been talking out their ass yeah, well, and, they're kids, right? <laughs> well, exactly. But this, it, it's just, I don't know. It's, yeah, Matty. It's total Dang, fun. Is, I like this movie. <laughs> like, I'm not poo-pooing it. Um, yeah, like, it's got this amazing atmospheric cinematography. I love the Santa Cruz location yeah. as well. Mm. Um, the soundtrack is oh, yeah. super ama- amazing. Mm. Like you said, all the characters are great. Even the mom, uh, what's her, Diane, Diane Weiss, yeah. too, is incredible. Yeah, she's great in this. Um, that's and, my number oh, and, 20. and the grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Every time he's on screen, he's got some great, great line. Cool. Uh, my number 20, uh, you guys have already talked about, but you guys said it way too low. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for 1973, The Exorcist, mm. um, directed by William Freakin, um, Ellen Burstyn, we've talked about. I think she's so good in this. So good. Uh, Max Von Sado, oh, which, so you know, good. for the longest time, I thought he was an old guy. I didn't realize mm. that's. Just incredible makeup by Dick, um, I was going to say Dick Miller, uh, and, and Dick what's, Smith. What's incredible, too, is we now know Max von Sydow as an old man. Yeah. And he it's looks, the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. He looks exactly yeah, Dick, like... Dick Smith, yeah. I mean, he is the, the he was ahead of his time, and he's the guy that like mm-hmm. every other effects guy only exists because of him. I, I, was, I saw some documentary on him, too, and he was like one of those guys that... All the other effects guys didn't want to share anything. It was like a secret because they didn't want to lose their job. He would, if you phone him up, he would tell you how he did it. He that's was cool. All about yeah. spreading and making that's it awesome. better, which is cool. Um, but yeah, Jason Miller is great in there as the other priest. Linda Blair is fantastic She's as a young so child, good, right? and then Lee J. Cobb as the um, detective. Uh, you guys all complained about the first like is it 15 20 minutes yeah, it's really i love slow. the oh, yeah. the stuff like when again in, like this just makes me well you yeah. can look it up too there's stuff yeah. all kinds of videos and stuff and shows you how much stuff is is in there and why and that yeah that opening important. is so important but like again just that sets what type of movie because when you think of horror films a lot of people think of these kind of like little low budget you know teen side and then like teen slash or whatever or cheesy like sci-fi he opens up he goes and shoots in iraq in iraq yeah. there's big just important opening and everything just feels epic and 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 there's some great stuff too where he's staring at the sk- the statue and the way the shadows and the sounds and everything i i don't know i i think like watching it this time i'm like when i was watching i was like this is so fucking cool you, no movie would ever do this because they're not going to spend the budget yeah and then you guys came on and just <laughs> tore that apart and i'm like what i'm like um, I, I, I just feel like it's a little it seems like yeah like 20 un- minutes of like unnecessary yeah. i don't uh, yeah there's some stuff that you should read up on it okay <laughs> see that's the thing like i don't know i think the, the movie should explain why i'm uh, yeah. sitting here in this uh marketing marrakesh no but that's because I, everything that's else it, is so it's, it's an fairly... intelligent horror though yeah. there's a lot of depth in that film, yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh like even the, the except the, for the end the relationship <laughs> <sighs> I, I like that's a that's my thing is like yeah. in the end if there was something he brought in from that experience in in the actual exorcist, I, I I don't I don't need to shit on the movie. The movie's yeah. fucking amazing. It's just like for me, it it was just like it's really an intelligent horror movie, and I could mm-hmm. maybe get on board with that beginning, but the end is just kind of like a, you know, the power of Christ compels mm. you over you know. 
Um, you're crazy, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, because everything in the middle, it's like that's a top five yeah. horror movie. Yeah, I, I think the relationship between the the daughter, or sorry, the uh, Ellen Burstyn and Linda Blair is so great, and it's like so touching and hard to watch. Like thinking that's your kid, and she's yeah. going through all, that, and it's probably what like someone that has their child has cancer or anything is going yeah. through all, all the stuff in the hospital, like the yeah. the hospital, the noises, like the MRI yeah. machines make. It, it, but her child just like that's this regular kid sweet kid yeah. and then she's coming down and saying terrible things and yeah. peeing them over like all this crazy <laughs> you stuff you die up there you know yeah. um, and then the, the relationship between again the, um, uh, Jason Miller and his mother and how he feels so much blame and, and fault for that um, yeah I don't know there's just so much to this movie so much depth and I think it's like it's just above most other horror films but I also think it, it is it's still kind of scary at oh, moments oh it's spooky as hell oh yeah yeah. Um, yeah I don't know this is a film when I watch I just I have few faults it's, I don't want to say it's a perfect film but it it's close I think it's just like maybe the subject matter I'm not really religious maybe if I was it might impact me even more, more but, or less um, or less um, but yeah I don't know there's just so much great about it and yeah it, it's kind of cool to get a big director like William Friedkin uh, is this after French Connection, I believe, or is this before? Just before. Yeah. Okay. Just, yeah, again, you don't see stuff like that anymore. You know what I mean? What, mm-hmm. what Big directors aren't going to horror rarely. You know, they either start out and then they move on. Or they um, move back to and it. And even some of these, you know, big actors and stuff like that, like these are well-respected actors. They're not some hot, <laughs> fresh-faced teens. So I don't know. I miss horror films like this um, these days. So that's my number 20. Awesome. Um, speaking of oh, and that, that is a maniac. Though, yeah, right? I was, yeah, I was, yeah. I was about to say, after, after you complained that we had yeah. it too low, it's still a maniac. Yeah, we maniac. still had it. Yeah, we all had it. Did I have it? I don't know if I had it, actually. Really? Yeah. I, I know. No, I put, you did. I put three in there. Yeah, I might have. Yes. Yeah, you, yeah, you talked yeah. about the beginning. You, yeah. you were, I think you had it even lower than me, though. Uh, possibly. Because yeah. I think I'd, yeah, you had it, and Adam was like, what? And then he had it pretty low, yeah. too. Um, anyway. Oh, yeah. Speaking of like crazy, well-crafted horror movies, a well-crafted horror haunted house movie, The Changeling from 1980, mm. like they don't make haunted houses movies like this ever no. again. Like the slow burn, like the house is an actual uh, entity itself, which is kind of dope. Maddie, is your top 20 just going to be the stuff that is in like my, you know, 100 uh, and 1 to Yeah, possibly. To it didn't make your list? It's honestly, it's right there. Oh, that's oh. crazy. This movie is George C. Scott deserves yeah. an Oscar for this movie. Yeah, he's fantastic. He in this. carries the pain of like he loses his uh, daughter and uh, I'm not. It's like an way. opening. No, it's, it's like the opening car. He yeah. loses his wife and daughter in a car crash, and he carries that burden throughout the film, and you can see it in his face. Like even when like he's like haunted, like his eyes are just sad constantly. Even when mm. he's like terrified, he still has like that silence behind him. And, and then he goes from that and moves into this like yeah. isolated big Victorian. Man- yeah. mansion it's just like like you said it is a character in itself it, yeah. it's scary and i think the uh photography of this they move through that house with these cameras so beautifully like it's such a well shot movie too that actually draws you into this house and you're kind of tense and there's these moments that like happen just suddenly and they're so fucking terrifying there, like, there's the, so many great the kid pieces, in the bathtub yeah. like they took a rubber ball bouncing down the stairs and made it the most terrifying thing you have ever seen yeah, I, I, awesome. I bought the the Severin released. The actual ball? The bouncing ball yeah. that I have on my shelf now. And my. the score in this is way <laughs> better than it has any right to be for like a haunted house movie. It's like uh, almost uh, like, a, like a Mozart composer that did this. Like again, like this is, well, this is 1980, but it was, yeah. would have been filmed in the 70s. Again, just I miss 
those films. And mm. I think that's something we're getting a bit of a return, uh, I guess, with the hereditary and, and whatnot, mm. where we're getting kind of big actors like Tony Collette doing yeah. horror films. And, you know, these directors, even though they're new, it's not like they went from big movies to this, but they still, you know, they're they're above, you know. They're getting somebody, like yeah. the biggest actors for a reason. Yeah. 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 So it, it, it's nice we're getting a little bit of a return. But uh, yeah, the, the 70s and early 80s, you know, I, I miss that yeah. for horror. So uh, my number 19 going, you know, into something that's new from 2014, It Follows. Oh, awesome. Wow. Um, so uh, this one, uh, you know, I've, I've watched this multiple times mm-hmm. and, and the first time, like, you experience it because basically you're you're getting that setup where, you know, this girl goes out with this guy. STD. Yeah. And yeah, a sexually transmitted demon. <laughs> I, th- um, I thank you. <laughs> uh, but she sleeps with them and she contracts the curse. Yeah. And and uh, now she's rent- relentlessly pursued by this force. By naked people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's naked well, people. There's or, some clothed people. Like, yeah. They they don't. They're, yeah. It's not a nudist colony completely. <laughs> it can take any form, but it always moves at this kind of brisk pace. But what I love about that is when you're in a big crowd... You don't know who it is. Yeah, and you're always looking and searching. So within the movie, you're kind of like looking and searching. And mm-hmm. and it, it, it's got this amazing score uh, by Disaster Piece. Score, right? uh, yeah, which I think if you take that away, sometimes you just would have these sullen-looking kids yeah. looking at <laughs> each other. But it, it, it does such a great way. But it, it, it never goes out of its way. I know some people have problems with the, the kind of mythology, but... The backstory, they never go out of the way to really no, care about it. So, they, don't, they don't explain it whatsoever. Like, this is the premise. Deal with it. Or location. It's yeah. Detroit, but they, you yeah. know, it could be any rust town. Time period is very There's only like a undefined. few cell phones in there, but they're like odd-looking cell phones. Yes. Like, it looked like a birth control they're pill. like seashells the, or Yeah. Yeah, or like, I, 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 first I was like, are they playing like Tamagotchi games? Yeah, or? it could, could be any time, which is kind of dope. Um. But the, the the actual mythology of what it does hits you over the head, mm-hmm. but there's actual subtleness in everything else, the relationships, and mm-hmm. what is actually terrifying. Um, and it's it's probably more creepy and tense than, than has mm-hmm. that those scares. But, like, it is creepy and tense yeah. the whole way through. It, it doesn't really let up, does it? Because, again, this is something that's pursuing you constantly. You can run, but the minute you stop, it's... Slowly making its way there, to you. It, there's no end to it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, 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 I've. This is one that I kind of thought on rewatch might go down, and each rewatch, I think I've goes up. It, I, it's three times I think I've seen it, and it's been a couple years, mm-hmm. and it goes up for me every every time. Did that make your list, Maddie? I thought you loved that movie. It just squeaked out. I think actually. Uh. Cool. Yeah, you haven't had many from the the decade. Yeah, I've you you a, ripped on me. I think I've uh, had a, I think I have like about four or five. Like it makes sense for me, but yeah, yeah. we'll it's, talk about it at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still like four or five. That's still yeah. pretty good. Um, That's <laughs> uh, my number nineteen. Kill, kill, kill. Oh, uh, Jason goes to hell. Nope. The final Friday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Six. Jason lives from oh, nineteen eighty six. Nice. Uh, directed by Tom uh, McLellan. Um, this is arguably the most. Fun, fun film of the franchise. Um, it's the first one that I think Jason becomes an actual star in itself, right? Like, well, yeah, the, he's the James Bond of this movie. Even the opening show yeah. is like, yeah, he's the James Bond of this movie. 
You can tell they're having fun. They know yeah. it's kind of gotten stale at this point. This is mm-hmm. coming off, off of part five, where didn't even really have Jason. If you yeah. know the, the movie, I won't say much more than that. Um, and they, they so they, they're like, we need to bring him back. We need to go big. And this film does. It's just, it feels big. It feels epic. It's probably the most, like it feels, this is the the, the only film, at least the first film, that really feels like they put money into it. Um, right from, like you said, the opening where Jason walks out and slashes the screen Bond style. Mm. Um, you have him brought back to life with lightning. <laughs> this is the zombie Jason. Stupid opening, but awesome <laughs> in a way. Like. Oh, it's amazing. You have, again, they ruined um, Tommy Doyle in part five. They made him mm. this like despicable, psychotic yeah. dude that you hate. And they brought him back to like, no, this is this guy's a hero, and he's going to try to stop yeah. Jason once for once and for all. It has just yeah, the budget is there, like the RV that fucking tips yeah. over and goes flying and explodes. You have you know the 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 finale on the lake with the fire and um and and the kills are fun too. This has the uh, sleeping bag kill. Yeah, it has the uh, the paintballers. Again, this is the kind of one that like. I know you're not a huge fan of the franchise, but if I was going to suggest... I'm going to keep going. Yeah. I probably wouldn't, but if you're going to watch one, (laughs) I think this one kind of stands out from the rest where it's like, it knows it's having fun. It's just being like, it's almost like a parody, but not, it doesn't go that far where it's like... And you said this is 86? 86, yeah. So think about how many of these goddamn... Oh, they're they're doing them one every year. One every year. That's insane. insane. Well, they knew it would eventually, you know, you had to to make the money, right? So... um, yeah. The, oh, and this is actually one of the few as well that actually has kids at the camp, right? All yeah, the other ones, it's usually camp it. counselors or older kids. This one actually has um, kids there. And there, there's a couple scary scenes, I guess, a couple funny mm. scenes too with the kids um, reacting to them. But uh, yeah, it's it's fun seeing this indestructible zombie Jason. It's got and great effects I with like the, the mat, characters the, too. the face. And, like the characters are actually fun in this. Like yeah, actually, him like and the, cool, the, 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 yeah. the sheriff's daughter yeah. or whatever. That uh, there, There's a lot of fun there's stuff going cool on. cool jokes. Like, well, they're, they're, the chase scene. They're dri- and, <laughs> well, they're, like, they're driving the guy's like, head like, in her yeah, lap. <laughs> pushes her head on it, yeah. So yeah, this this one's a blast. And I think, again, like I, I love all the other ones, but if, if they're not working for you, Maybe give this one a shot. I'm not saying you know this is going to change your opinion on the other ones, but you might like this one and not give a fuck about the other ones. Yeah, it's the kinda, tone the tone shifts. Yeah, exactly. This is just having ridiculous fun yeah. on a big budget. It just looks great. And oh, it has the Alice Cooper face. <laughs> what is it? Face behind the mask yeah. uh, song and everything that I think actually this director directed the music oh, video yeah. for that. So cool. Yeah. Well, speaking of tonal shifts, uh, my number eighteen is from '86. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. <laughs> this movie is like a, a drug to me. I don't know what it is, but every time I pop it on, I get in such a good mood. It's a high-octane black comedy that has some of my favorite characters just killing people like in the most hilarious of ways. Now, have yeah. you had the first film on your list yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Yeah, so yeah. you like this better than the I first? I like this okay, one like, cool. way better. It's more of a, a fun jaunt. Yeah. Like, it's like, a, like, a, like a, a jingle. It's so... It's kind of like the Evil Dead to Evil Dead it. one, like. There's actually moments I've watched this movie maybe about like a fifteen to twenty times. I'm still giggling at some parts when I'm watching this, like when he's like smashing like the. Uh, I don't want to give anything away, but there's this one scene. I've never seen this. Oh, you Not haven't really. seen this? No. Oh my god. It kind of introduced audiences to Bill Mosley too. Yeah. It wasn't his first film, but him he as Chop so Top. Good. There's one scene when they're in the uh, what's that called the, the radio? radio hall. And it's so oh, it's creepy, scary, yeah. creepy at first, but like he's hanging these great jokes that you're kind of hmm. like, oh, that's actually 
funny, yeah. And it's got fucking Dennis Hopper in it. Like, how did they get him? There is a chainsaw <laughs> fight. Like, almost. Like this is in the middle of the 80s, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah I think his whole oh, career yeah, fell apart. Yeah, yeah. He is almost like Bugs Bunny in a weird way. He's playing this like a Warner Brother cartoon, and so is everyone else. It's like a yeah, Warner Brother cartoon where people's getting their faces peeled off. <laughs> and what year is this again? Uh, 86. So it's the same year as Blue Velvet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was the, the, this, the, the, the and the same year as my yeah. Jason Lives pick. Yeah. What is this big, yeah. big comeback for uh, Hopper, though, dude? It, this movie is so much fun. You don't know what you're watching, but you're having a blast. But with it, it still has like scary moments too, like the, where she's hidden in the lair and she has to escape. Like it yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there, some tense moments. But like you're, it's not that tense. Like okay, I'll give you the radio scene is so fucking tense. Like you're actually like, oh, what's going to mm. happen here? And Possibly one of the greatest jump scares. Yeah. Top five for sure for me anyways. Hmm. So. I yeah, it's You funny. should watch it this year. You the, poster, yeah, yeah. the poster is literally the, uh, the, the Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. Yeah. Saw his family. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'll, I'll yeah. add it. And the set pieces in this are amazing. Like the back half of this movie takes place in an abandoned amusement park, which is so fucking cool. I think just know going in yeah. that this is nothing like oh, the first. Oh, no, no, Because no. I know the people that don't like this, it's because they thought they're getting a serious they, sequel. They could remake. The and you can kind of understand part. why this wasn't a huge success because you're yeah. coming off of yeah. the disturbing Never first film and then life, there's this. I could like do like a complete silly. 180 yeah. and love the movie the exact same as I love the you other You got to give them credit, yeah, for going that mm. way and saying, you know, I've done that before. I don't want to do that again. Let's think. just go completely do something different. And like, they got back the uh, father and he's uh, winning these chili cook-offs constantly. <laughs> like, and he's so funny. He's like, ah, I want another chili cook-off. It must be the uh, meat. <laughs> the secret's in the meat, ladies. <laughs> Fucking awesome. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, okay, so my number 18 is from 1961, The Innocents. Ooh. Uh, wow, I thought that was going to be like top three. You're really throwing me for a fucking loop here. <laughs> uh, well, uh, it's it's great. It's probably yeah. the, my, in my opinion, the the most perfect gothic horror yeah, picture ever awesome. ever made. Uh, it's got this incredible Deborah Kerr performance. She's this. Re- you know, repressed Victorian, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, not nanny, but caretaker of these kids. Spinsters, right? Is yeah, right spinsters. She just is. She like, But she's like a little fluttery. Like she's always mm-hmm. kind of up, she, but she's also a little too old to be married, a little mm-hmm. too eager to, true, uh, to truly prove that she cares for these kids right yeah. out of the gate. There's just something off about her, right? And the kids are... They're amazing. They're perfectly yeah. cast. You got. I can't believe how well these kids performed from this time. Like, do you think like the director beat them? Because <laughs> it's sixty one, so maybe they had, like the uh, lax labor laws for children. Like, the, who knows? Like, getting some of the, these incredible. And you talk yeah. about the innocence, right? Mm. So you got that side, but then you know she's playing with a butterfly, but then she's taking joy in seeing the spider killing the butterfly, mm. and then you've got the kid, you know, turning his little bed. Time peck on the cheek into a full blown <laughs> kiss. That was weird, man. But so like, off. It, it's still like clocked. Like that what made it uncomfortable almost in this. Yeah. Um. And and they're always whispering day mm-hmm. and night. Like there's all these whispers uh, going on. There's a great, on. Uh, great scare too. In the is it like in the window or something? In the oh yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. The the, the the cinematography yeah. in in yeah. general is just breathtaking. Great movie. Yeah. Uh. The the DP I think was uh. Freddie Francis, he did Tales from the Crypt, I think, he did, as a director, uh, and but he also was the cinematographer for Cape Fear and The Elephant oh, Man. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, it's every frame is like either stark or sharp, or with deep 
super black or is packed with all these florid details of the house mm-hmm. or the grounds. Um, you know, and it, it ends with all, one of the all-time greatest question marks. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, there's the ambiguity with mm-hmm. so much that's going on. Um, it is a ghost story, but who, you know, what is actually tormenting everyone in this mm-hmm. house is is left up in the air. Cool. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I only just watched the film for the first time last year, and it was good. Not quite enough to make my list, but maybe after a couple more viewings, it... Yeah, it's 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 one of mm-hmm. like again we. I think it would hold up on repeat because I first I watched it the first time last October, so I might watch it again and. Uh, it really so holds and, up on on repeat. Yeah, because I was thinking. You you, at first I think might just take her on face value, the second time you don't. Yeah. Okay, my number eighteen from nineteen eighty. Maddie just talked about it, The Changeling. Oh, awesome! Uh, directed by Peter Medak. I don't know if I'm Medak. Sure. Um, yeah, we, we just kind of talked about it. I'll just add that. Uh, yeah, there's some fantastic set pieces. Um, the the bouncing ball, the wheelchair, uh, the se- the seance scene. I, I was going to say no one has mentioned yeah, the seance. I was, I was yet. That up. Like, it's one of my great. favorite. It's actually. I'm trying to think. Yeah. That'd be a good episode, actually. Like. Top seances, or just yeah, like there's some, mm. there's like ten movies that have really great sound mm. scenes. This would be, this would be one of them for sure. Um, I'm I guess to think the sand would the orphanage one count in that? It's I, like yeah. she's, she's, I forget. She's one. bringing like uh, Geraldine Chaplin, who I was mm. talking about, and the, they have all the cameras out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that for me is like in Drag Me to Hell is a yeah. great sound scene um, with the goat and everything. <laughs> Yeah, there's a few, um, there's a few. I'm, I'm, yeah, it'd be fun to yeah, kind of yeah. There, there's some good movies with sand scenes. I'm always a sucker. You have a sand scene. I'm, I'm you're in. I'm in. But yeah, I think this this might be one of the best, if not the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, George C. Scott again, just getting an actor of that caliber to lead this film just adds so much. The score is creepy. Just the film looks great. It's well directed. And I used to kind of have a problem with the ending. I, I don't anymore. When I recently watched it, oh, I was just, so I liked it. insane. Yeah, and then I like the mystery too. You have this yeah. mystery and you're trying to figure out what is all going on. It slowly kind of makes sense. And it's a yeah. really fucking dark tale yeah. once you know what happened. Like it's Even pretty... the mystery, even if you didn't have like any of the horror elements, it's still like a fucking cool story to mm. follow this like a uh, tale. I, I do remember like, I, I'm I'm looking forward to rewatching this because mm. I, I got the... Um, Blu-ray? The yeah, Blu-ray. That looks great. Yeah. yeah, that looks awesome. And... um. <clears throat> the the first time I watched it a couple years ago, the big thing it was the end. Just something like yeah. disconnected, and I but I've been I wanted to rewatch this one in time, and 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 just didn't happen. Didn't get up. It's a great uh, great Shocktober watch. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, that's my number eighteen. The Changeling, nineteen eighty. My number uh, seventeen from two thousand three. House with thousand corpses. Nice. This movie is a nightmare on screen. Like it is, uh, you can't watch it. It's and a not great explanation get, for, for yeah. how I feel about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> maybe oh, yeah, you maybe it'll like click this. with you one day because I used no. to feel the same. Probably not, but nah. Again, actually, Bill Mosley is another one. Yeah. No. Anyways, yeah, Bill Mosley's in. Yeah, fucking cool movie. I don't know. We've talked about this before, didn't we? You had this. Yeah, colorful. Yeah, we, 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 it is. A, it's 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 messy, but I like the messiness. But I think that yeah, adds to like it. how like, fucked up it is. It's, it's disjointed. Just, yeah. It kind of like it keeps you on edge. It's an experience, it's, I think, and it's an experience that like kind of gets under your skin. Mm-hmm. It's like ADD of horror. And it has that's some, a good explanation. Yeah. 
but and it does have some really great set pieces. Like, oh, yeah. not only the house, which is cool, but like the run bunny where they put her in the bunny outfit and she goes yeah. in like the sewers, like underneath the layer. Well, it under, opens up in like the roadside attraction. Shot. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah there, there's just a lot of really cool the actual house um, set itself, design, the and compound. As, as I think when Kyle was talking about it, the one mm-hmm. thing I will give this movie is it really is its own thing. There, yeah, you yeah. can't compare it to anything Like, else. everyone says it's a ripoff of Chainsaw Massacre, blah, no, blah. No, it is I not. think it has yeah. elements of all that. Yeah. He threw everything he, he liked in a blender, but I think it is definitely his thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it has the editing style of, like, Natural Born Killers. It's very colorful, which, again, like, I wish we would get more movies that are colorful. Mm-hmm. Natural Born Killer. That's a, so maybe that's a, maybe that's another movie I, you I, didn't like? I have I've I never liked at all. I didn't, I didn't like all. either, but I, I kind of want to revisit it after this. Mm. But, um, yeah, I, I think there's just, there's a lot. Of, and, again, like, this gave us, um, Sid Haig and, and Bill, yeah. like it brought all these guys back in the in the limelight, and like mm-hmm. you know the, the the Devil's Rejects are you know up there with now with all the Michael Myers and the Jason. Oh, yeah. Like you know, you go to any Comic Con, there's figures, costumes, like cosplay. Every, everyone is those characters. They've become such a an iconic part of, of horror mm-hmm. now. So as much as I know, I like to give Rob Zombie shit because um, I think. I think he works great doing that. I think what I don't like is when he tries to bring that into like the suburbs. Yeah. You know, you don't want to watch um, Halloween. It's yeah. pretty much what you're Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that, it is. Uh, it's yeah, a cool there's film. this one scene, I guess it was Walter Goggins is like the sheriff. I don't want to give anything away, but there's like a, it pans for like what it feels like 10 minutes. And then it kind of stops with a bang, which I thought was such a cool scene. That I haven't seen it's before. It's a disturbing ever. film yeah. too. Like there's some shit. With oh, yeah. cheerleaders and like I, I don't know I, it kind of again it's not a, fi- a film that I would normally love let alone make yeah, a top 100 it, it, but it's, it's a brutal movie but in some but it way it's a has, fun movie yeah, too yeah, which is weird exactly anyways Adam you're number 17 alright my number 17 from 1965 Repulsion Ooh, oh, wow. so this is uh, the first entry in Roman Polanski's apartment trilogy um, it's followed by Rosemary's Baby and The Tenant uh it, it it simmers with unease from like the the opening frames. Like the the title sequence has words floating around this eyeball. It, it's kind of reminiscent uh, of, of of Vertigo as well, but like way more sinister. Um, and it's anchored by the whole movie is anchored by this truly masterful performance by uh, Catherine Deneuve, who maybe my favorite a- actress of of the nineteen sixties. Um, is she the lead in that? She's the lead. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> um, was this on your list or no? I I I don't. Yeah, I, I tried to because I, I the first time I watched it years ago, I didn't really like it that much. But then I liked everything else Polanski did, so I'm like, mm. ah, I must have missed something. And you raved about, it, so I watched it again for this list, and I, I felt the same way. I just I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's mm. uh, it's my. I didn't have like, you seen? I haven't seen this. Yeah, so yeah. I, 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 I might, I might watch it this October. It's like um, I find. See, my problem is actually it's funny you like her because I. I think the lead is just so fucking boring and uninteresting. And I get like she's supposed to be repressed and, you know, something terrible happened that she's afraid of. I think of this men. is one of the greatest performances uh, in, in, in horror. Oh, wow. You're crazy. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm alone here, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, you it's know, for, like she's not just withdrawn from the world, she's utterly vacant. She's like, uh, but she's, she's got this boring. Like she doesn't talk at all. Terrifying and... blankness. Uh, you know, where where the lights in her eyes should be going. There's, there's nothing, nothing there. And then you'll get like she clicks in a few times, and she's having fun. And then it happens again where she goes off. It, it like there's a moment where she's like uh... laughing about going to the pictures or something. 
uh, and talking about Charlie Chaplin, and then it goes blank. I think that's again. like the one scene in the movie. <laughs> what well, that? Well, there. Yeah. But she has interactions with other people sometimes where she goes, but for the most part, she's blank. Yeah. That's what like it's almost a sustained moment until you get this like, oh, this person could have this happen, but she, she's gone mad. Like, um, uh, but she's also great at suggesting paranoia and terror in this performance as well. Like, I get this. Underneath the vacant surface, there's, uh, you know, there's there's something else going on. He uses all these great techniques also to show her mental state where there's cl- cracks exploding in the apartment walls, molesting mm-hmm. arms reaching out and groping her uh, down the hallways. And there's all these like great canted angles and, and wide angled lenses almost kaleidoscoping and dis- disorienting the size and shape of the rooms. If you notice, like it's another one of these apartment things where you get to understand what's there and he keeps seemingly changing it but not like the layout yeah. doesn't change but everything feels different mm-hmm. um, is this the first Plansky on your list or did you have only Plansky baby? on your list so far uh, this is the first Plansky on my okay. list okay just yeah I was curious if you had this um, Rosemary's Baby have you seen The Tenant so no no I didn't see yeah, the, so I think yeah. The Tenant is much better um but there's all these nerve-wracking sounds, ticking clocks and dropping, dripping faucets and buzzing flies, and and you got all this rotting, sprouting potatoes and hmm. and and like uh, decompositioning rabbit carcasses sitting in the living room. Uh, everything, all the food is revolting in this movie oh, as, yeah. as well. But you're you're left to question the whole time what is real and what is not, and all these like horrifying things start happening to her. And and then she starts happening to them, and and you have this unreliable narrator too in 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 the main lead, and you don't know what's real and what's not. Um, it's like a great horrifying study of paranoid mental breakdown, and and it, it elevates itself by the overall like saddest of the world, oblivious to help this person too. Like no one's trying to help her. Like everyone just. Ah, whatever. Yeah, she's shy it's or weird. Uh, it's like a whore of neglect in in its descent into madness, and and it has one of the best final frames, final shots, which kind of open opens it all up of, of almost anything. Better than Boogie Nights. Uh, <laughs> for a horror, not not better for horror. No. Um, it is well. Like it's early plans. Is this the second film? I believe. It's after Knife in the Water. Yeah. Uh, first, he may have made a couple shorts. Sure, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It, it, it is still like you can see there's there's talent there for sure. Like, it's Yeah, like there. I think it's more than talent. I think it's like, you know, for me, I, I rewatched this. Uh, I knew it was going to be high. I've seen this one m- many times now, and uh, I rewatched it and went, oh, shit. Like, did I, should I have made this higher? Yeah. Uh, which was the, the one answer thing. Is no, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Anyways, that that's uh, repulsion. Uh, one of my more long-winded entries, just because I I thought I'd be the only one that would have it. Yeah, it it does have a, a big following. Was this a full moon production or no? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, is yeah. oh no, I'm thinking Rosemary's Baby is yeah. uh, isn't that William Castle or? Oh, I don't know. Didn't he? Did he produce it, or he was going to direct it, or something? Maybe he did. Like, look. What's he's ha- a producer. Of, look what of, happened. Yeah, and he, he was <laughs> hoping to direct it, I think. Um, and then they realized, no, this is wild. We need. 
Um, my number 17, I'm assuming, is going to be much, much higher on both of your lists, and you guys are going to be surprised how low it is on mine. For 1977, no. Dario Argento's masterpiece, okay. Whoa! Suspiria. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> um, this movie is amazing. It's colorful. It's this perfect mix of art and violence. I, I, have, I and, have no idea what's on his top. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so many amazing kills and set yeah. pieces in this film, uh, like the, the opening where it's like this woman is stabbed to death, bludgeoned death with a knife. She falls through the stained glass, and she gets rope like gets hooked. wrapped around her, hangs her, and then the the other sting the chunks of stained glass fall and kill the woman else. underneath. Um, there, there's just that's the opening of the film, and there's a lot of other yeah. crazy moments like that. Uh, Jessica Harper is great in this. I love the the mystery. Um, what you're trying to find out what's going on mm. in this ballet school, and I love like them trying to find out like, oh, if you count the footsteps, footsteps you can see one, that there's two, they're going to some three? mysterious yeah. uh, lo- hidden location in this. this it feels uh, like studio. such a dream sequence too. Like it feels all like um, soft in a way. Yeah, it's very very atmospheric. The way the camera flows around the rooms, mm. like Argento is just that guy is a fucking master of the camera. Um, and and the difference with this one, and we talked about it with Deep Red, mm-hmm. is there's a story that you actually give a shit in this one mm-hmm. that like act, you know, something's up, something's yeah. up. And, and, well, and again, like you want to see Harp, Jessica Harper make it through it. Cause mm-hmm. you know, she's likable enough. Um, yeah. I'll just say, fuck the remake. <laughs> this is the superior for me. Um, yeah, the, the score alone is worth checking. This oh yeah. Out, the right? goblin score is so fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the small issues I do, I mean, it's very, Italian, like there's some yeah. weird humor, weird dialogue, like weird it. acting in it. Um, some of that stuff is off. Mm. Some of that kind of throws me. It is a hard film, like to show people that aren't used to that. Mm. And they're just like, "What do you? What is this crap?" Like the the woman going, "Psych!" Yeah, you, and like, there's just Sarah for. I, I guess, like, I guess Argento kind of did it. He was almost going to do it with kids at one time or something. I thought mm. I read, and so he kind of he made these people almost feel childish the way they, they talk and act and stuff. Um, but it does kind of throw you for a loop. Um, yeah, there, there's some weird sequences. There's some stuff watching and rewatch that, um, that like the blind guy with the dog and the, they're not, they're not, they're not perfect, but again, there's so much greatness in there that you can, um, you know, I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah, I actually am too. Like (laughs) I have, I have no idea what's what's coming down the pipeline. um, It's pretty obvious when you once okay. they come up but right, um right, yeah i right. just i really like this film i i, I will admit maybe it's because I'm, I'm a bit burnt out on it and again i do think like i guess we, we have wa- watch yeah, watched this, it a like, lot it's yeah. fucked up because we, we watched it for the um thing and then like you popped it in like oh you guys you guys check out the blu-ray we watched the blu-ray for like an hour yeah like oh. we're, we're we're kind of fast forwarding but we yeah. end up just like watching sequences and then we saw goblin yeah like within a week so we watched this three times in a week like but i i think the other films yeah. have Less like th- this film, I do think has again like little issues with it. Whereas I think a lot of the other films above this one maybe don't as much for me. Oh. But uh, yeah, again, it's still seventeen of of all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's still. I, I, I this the sixteen other films. I I probably watched just as much of the as this, if not more. So, all right, well, yeah. my number sixteen. We just talked about this last week. Uh, Prince of Darkness. Oh, nice. This movie's fucking amazing. Like, from the get-go. Like, it doesn't let up. The score's fucking amazing. It didn't make my list, but that is a maniac for us. Yeah, Yeah. I was was figuring it. I I didn't hear it on anybody's list last week. I thought, 
fuck. Will I be the yeah. only one with Prince of Darkness? No, Again, no, it, no. it just shows I, you, though, how hard it is to put together these lists because that is yeah. a fantastic movie. Like, it was just shy of making money. Yeah, it's crazy because it's so fucking good. Donald Pleasant. Yeah. We've talked about yeah, this. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Check out the episode. Yeah, we just did. Recorded. Um, cool. So, my number, uh, what are we at? 16. 16. Jesus Holy Christ. Holy moly. My number 16 is uh, probably Kyle's number one. <laughs> <laughs> From 1974, Young Frankenstein. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> this is a film, you know what, I want to yeah. like, and I'm going to keep on watching it until yeah. I like it. Uh, it faithfully recreates. It's from Mel Brooks. Yeah. Gene Wilder is the star. He's fucking amazing he in this. He is amazing. Who's the guy with the eyes? Um, the the guy with the eye, that's mm-hmm. uh, Feldman, right? Uh, Marty, Marty Feldman. Uh, He's hilarious Igor. in this, yeah. right? So funny. And one of the funniest moments of this movie is the uh, putting on the red. Oh like, yeah, putting on the red. I watched this for the first time in years. Like I probably watched it when I was like five, six or something like that. Yep. Then I watched it. I guess like the Blu-ray. I'm like, I actually like belly laughed during that scene. I totally forgot all about it. It, it how when they when yeah. they were like putting it together. Mm-hmm. Would they have not been just like losing their minds just yeah. over the concept of that? Yeah, yeah that's amazing, right? Um, this is Frankenstein doing a performance uh, with the monster of, of putting on the Ritz. Uh, awesome. Um, yeah, that scene alone is worth watching this movie for. Oh yeah, it's it's incredible. But but honestly, like I think it's the laughs never let up for me. Mm-hmm. The whole movie, I'm 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 laughing, and it's not like just doing the. Uh, <laughs> Borscht belty, like look, like yeah. look at our knockers or whatever, yeah. which they do have, <laughs> yeah, which do. is great. Uh, but it's not. Sometimes uh, Brooks can go too far in that direction. Mm. Um, uh, but you know, it's credible for the '30s Universal. It looks like it. The sets are incredible. Yeah. The story is interesting. Um, and and you've got like this murderer's row of Gene Wilder, Terry Garr, Marty Feldman, Peter Boyle, Clarence Leachman, yeah. Madeline Kahn, Kenneth Mars. Like, this is a ridiculous yeah. cast. I, insane. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I love it. I think it's uh, a great horror comedy because it takes all... Of, it, 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 it loves those movies. Like, you can see how much... Oh, yeah, it apes them. Like, uh, so for Brooks Universal Monsters, enough. I know this doesn't, mm-hmm. but you had Frankenstein and you had Young, young Frankenstein, none of the other ones, right? Or did you have Invisible I, Man? I had uh, Invisible Man was oh, my okay. highest. Okay. And then Bride of... I didn't have Frankenstein. Oh, okay, sorry, Bride Frank. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but yeah, this is above them all, in my wow. opinion. Uh, cool. My number 16, first you want to kiss me, now you want to kill me. And I just said that wrong. <laughs> first you want to kill me, now you want to kiss me. Low. Uh, Army of Darkness, 1992. Nice. Yes, I actually had all three of Sam Raimi's Evil Dead trilogy wow. on my top 100. I, I think they all offer a completely different experience. Oh, yeah. And um, This is an action flick, right? For sure. Um, It's action, action, action adventure horror. There's yeah. definitely horror. Oh, yeah. yeah there's no doubt there's um, horror. But comedy. Like, the first one is a horror. Second one's a comedy. Comedy horror. And the fourth one I, I would is, say the second one yeah. is horror comedy. And this one is probably like action adventure core comedy horror. Um, it's probably the, it's definitely the least horror of the three. But and that, so I wasn't sure to include it. And then you start looking through clips, and it's yeah, like yeah, there's it bat is. creatures, yeah. there's witches, there's tons of skeletons, there's uh, an evil ash with like a melted yeah. face. 
um, the the scene where like he the he eats the little ash and uh, the eye grows out of his fucking yeah, shoulder, which cool. is scary, and then that turns into like you know the the zombie ash later on. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've talked about. It. I think this this trilogy is just is great, and um, th- this is Evil Dead Two introduced us to the Bruce Campbell, the Ash we know mm-hmm. and love. But this is the film that he perfected. It. He, this is really the Bruce Campbell. Every 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 five minutes, he has some quotable, memorable line. That, it's right out know. of Briscoe County, Junior. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> and I just love it again. What a Paul. <laughs> the reason why I love like films like Big Trouble, Little China, and stuff like that. I love where like the hero is an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. arrogant. He's cocky. He's not necessarily a likable guy. That's why you got to watch it. Again, both endings are great, but the theatrical ending is super fun. But the director's ending kind of makes sense considering, mm-hmm. you know, who this character is. But yeah, it's just oh man, it's just a, it's a blast, and um, I love all the skeletons. Kind of a throwback to the Harryhausen days. Yeah, they look great too. Um, the graveyard scene where he has to like. All he has to do is say the right is say words, the right words which the, the guy before he leaves, the wizard guy, sit, tells him over again, yeah, I got it, I got it, I Kyle, know your damn words. Kyle, you haven't even opened your beer yet, have yeah. you? Uh, Just the thought of it yeah. is making you start to hiccup. But um, <laughs> yeah, him trying to say, and then he he forgets these words, so he tries to like mumble it and like kind of, <clears throat> and then takes a book thinking like, <laughs> thinking this it. evil force is going to be like, okay. And because of his fucking nonsense, he releases all the undead upon this medieval town. Um, yeah, the humor is perfect in this. I, I love all the action scenes. It's, it's just, again, one of those films, like I, I have very few... Mm flaws for it for me i would probably like out of the three this is probably like the one i like the most but it's there they'd be like i would give 7.5 to evil dead evil dead 2 7.6 and army of doctors 7.7 like i like them all a little bit more and 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 to be Honest, I th- I thought this one before the, my last rewatch was like heads uh, like I I liked it a lot more, but it kind of they all kind of stuck together. Yeah, this does have two of the famous Ramy uh, Campbell, a lot of Stooges gags. Oh and, yeah, like oh, the yeah. whole movie is just him beating up yeah. Bruce Campbell. You know, every movie they have fun tormenting each other, and um, yeah, it's just uh, it's uh, out of all the three, this is the film that I saw the most. I, I think I saw this and grew up with this film before I, I saw the other two. Yeah, this was like sense. this was like the uh, the '90s film for me that like me and my friends watched constantly. Um, you know, I think I've bought this movie 10 fucking times on DVD and Blu-ray yeah. and director's cuts and various cuts. And yeah, I've seen it a billion times. I and it's one of those films. this so poster in our living room when we were you the beta. Yeah. You have the beta of this. <laughs> <laughs> when I, I, I first I met I don't you. know if I had the beta, but I think I did have the VHS. I think you had the VHS. I know I had the director's cut where it's kind of got the Conan cover. For yeah. the, it was actually one of my first DVDs I bought. This was like in the first lot of three DVDs. Oh, yeah? I think I paid like 40 bucks for it. And it was this... Gold case, only 50,000 copies made, which is insane because now you'd be lucky to do 5,000 because physical yeah. media where it's at. But that was a big deal and that sold out. Um, and it was the director's cover. It was that cover. Dunstan checks in. Yeah. And, and blank check. check. <laughs> I think I think it was it was Sleepy Hollow. How did we go to <laughs> yeah, the yeah, same yeah, yeah. fucking place? <laughs> I think it was actually that was kind of impressive. Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> or sad. Six yeah. cents. And Army of Darkness, I think, were my top three, which is oh, weird because I think yeah. this is before I really got back into horror. So it's weird that I had kind of yeah. all three horror flicks. But yeah, this, this is a film. I've seen it arguably one of the movies I've seen the most in my life, and I can still throw it on, still laugh. And again, you get like three or four different cuts. So depending on which cut yeah, you choose, your you t- time you're getting a different experience. It. 
Um, yeah, number 16 is Army of Darkness. Uh, my number 15 is from uh, 1982. It's an anthology movie, Creep Show. Nice. Movie is fucking amazing. It's like watching an EC comic come to life on screen. There's such great lighting. All the stories are fantastic. There's one that makes me squirm with cockroaches. There's one that makes me like a uh, want to uh, buy a crate <laughs> and put my friends downstairs to say. I thought you were going to say put your wife down there. I was like, whoa, you guys having trouble? Yeah, yeah. We're having some issues at home. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's awesome. The uh, Ted Danson, um, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Now it's you awesome. you've always said you hated Leslie Nielsen. Does this change anything? Uh, no, I still hate the guy. I yeah. feel he's like the worst Canadian that ever lived. I don't know. Oh, I thought you were being serious. No, I'm like, no, Leslie, no, no. Yeah, he's treasure. amazing. The he's lasers that Kyle was giving yeah. Maddie there were yeah, was unbelievable. Was, yeah. Like, not That's even awesome. as much as when I, you know, I'm not going to have I've some of these movies on my list. I've actually read his autobiography, which is weird. It comes If it wasn't for Day to the Animals, this would be his best villain performance but i would have to give it a second to, i don't know this is still i think important. he's actually yeah he's a what little bit the more heel turn at the end of dracula's dead and loving <laughs> speaking of mel brooks I, yeah, that's one of the film i need to see i haven't seen that in a long time it's getting a blu-ray release finally but huh. anyway <laughs> yeah. october here we come yeah i i'm curious i'd like to check that one out yeah that's uh i, I even the uh stephen king acting I kind of dig it. I think it's like a fun it's little... It's kind of really yeah. campy, but it kind yeah. of fits. Uh, I, 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 I dig that as well. I think this whole film, it's, it is kind of has that perfect campiness and comic book mm-hmm. feel that you it, these these actors are chewing di- dialogue in it. I think it all works mm-hmm. for it. Okay, my number 15. Uh, I believe, Maddie, you spoke about this uh, from 2005, The Descent. Oh, awesome. I did too. You did too? Yeah. So it's okay. a maniac. It's a maniac. Yeah. I, for whatever reason, I thought maybe oh, it's a long it, time. It, these, it, these, was, it was like, high, I think it was like in the 60s or something. I think people have, for, uh, you know, th- yeah. they'll get to listen to these five days yeah. in a row. Uh, yeah. And, and they yeah. won't understand why we don't remember what each person <laughs> we've has done on the list. One, one, we've one been a doing week. one a week. So yeah, because yeah, I haven't talked about this. Uh, you know, it feels like a you know, like we we're talking about a, a real group of friends. 52 on mine, sorry. 52. Okay. So higher than I thought. Pretty good. It's a great movie, dude. Yeah. yeah, you feel like you're in like an action adventure movie with these uh, young girls going through this chaos, but you throw in a bunch of fucking monsters that look amazing. Yeah, they're these with some of the greatest jump scares. It I, turns into a fantastic movie. I, I took this from somebody else, but they mm. I, I I can't remember who, but I I read it. They they're they're, 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 they're all these milky white muscled like fearsome. They're, Sounds yeah. like you're talking. They're gonna me. rip rip off. Yeah, like it's <laughs> yeah. like Kyle Underground, yeah. but like they're like well fed golems with personal trainers. <laughs> yeah, it's true, eh? They got them swimmers' bodies. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's it's the caves become a claustrophobic hell, oh, yeah. and it's truly terrifying what's happened to these women. Even before the monsters show up, you're short of breath just from being in with these cats. Like, oh like, yeah, what's are they gonna get out? Like, what's going on? Then like one of the coolest. Uh, Introductions to the monsters, like, oh, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You thought these girls were fucked before? No, here's some fucking monsters I can't see. And like, I have a couple issues mm-hmm. uh, we talked about with with kind of the editing style, mm-hmm. but f- oh, it's it's yeah. so fucking relentlessly terrifying yeah. that whatever. Yeah. It's cool too to have a, a film that is just like completely female led. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. horror films always have a mix, and usually it's the the, vict- the females running and hiding. This is like, yes, they are 
running from these monsters, but they're also kicking ass. Yeah, it's not just like yeah. in a sorority or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, well, it, they're, they're doing their best to survive, and they're trying to help each other out, and they're actually... But there's issues yeah. with them that's you got making it. them distrust yeah. each yeah, other. It feels yeah. kind of real. Yeah. Like, these aren't perfect... Yeah, they're people. You know, they're, they're characters. Yeah, exactly. And I hadn't seen it. You know, you know, like I'd I'd seen it a couple times, but not in a while. And mm. it, some of the beats, like, oh that, oh fuck, I forgot about this. Yeah. This is like awful. <laughs> What's happening right now? Yeah. Like, there's no escape. No. Cool. Well, if I didn't shock you with my <laughs> spot of Suspiria, I'm going to shock you even more with this one. Number fifteen from 1982. John Carpenter's The Thing. Wow. Wow. Um, again, I'm also wearing a, a the thing, thing shirt. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, Carpenter, fuck, I could have filled the list with Carpenter films. Yeah. I love so many. Like the ones that didn't make Prince of, I was going to say Prince of Thieves, <laughs> Prince of Darkness, <laughs> The War, Christine. Yeah, maybe not The Word, but the Dancing with Wolves. Th- like everything the guy. <laughs> I thought you were doing Kevin Costner movies. It's, it's not everything the guy has put out. You said out. The War, right? <laughs> yeah, The War. Yeah. yeah. Everything the guys put out is almost fantastic. It is great. And I mean, some of them obviously wouldn't fit horror. But um, yeah, this is a film. I mean, everyone talks about the amazing practical effects. They are amazing. They still hold up. They're arguably still the best if, you know, that we've we've seen. Definitely probably top three or top five. I think there's one other film that I might put above it. We'll talk about later. Okay. But yeah, it's definitely definitely in that conversation. I mean, but yeah, to me, it's like, (laughs) bless you. Oh my God. (laughs) I know. It's everything else. It's that We're eerie, socially distanced. Don't worry, people. <laughs> that eerie, isolated setting. It's like the ratcheting tension that's going on, the paranoia, sense of paranoia. Mm-hmm. You don't know who, who, who has become the thing. Yeah. They do such a great job. And this is a film that every time you watch, like there's no, there's no set answer. Every time you watch, you can kind of yeah. like, when, when did he turn or did he turn? And There's no way you it's can the, the same way that they're all wondering what's happened. Yeah, you you're are wondering too. at the same time. Even yeah. you've watched the movie like over fifty times, you're still like, "When yeah. did he turn? Like, what, oh, yeah. what happened? Like, where?" And did there's he... people that have put all maps and tried to figure mm-hmm. it out, and there's no, there's no set mm-hmm. answer. Um, like the best horror films, I love the it's the supporting cast. Like everyone is great in yeah. it. You know, what I mean, you have the Kurt Russell, Keith David, Walter the, Brimley, Walter. But every cat, like every member, every member of that team is memorable. Yeah, they stand out. They're not just like you know Kurt Frater. Russell and then a bunch of generic. Is Walter guys. Brimley only like thirty in this? Like, is that yeah, he's the joke? One of the guys that no. looked. Uh, <laughs> I think he's only fifty in this. Yeah, movie. he's looked yeah. old since the get go. <laughs> Um, he was eating a lot of Quaker oatmeal yeah. in it too. Even well. when he was in Cocoon, he was only like fifty, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was what was it that he sold the uh, Quaker oatmeal? But what was the other thing? The he uh, was supposed to master general. Diabetes, yeah. The yeah. Diabetes he wasn't so. selling you diabetes. He yeah, was, sorry. Uh, <laughs> he was diabetes. He was diabetes. Um, the Ennio Morricone. You know the Greek, yeah. the Greek god, diabetes? <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> uh, it sounded like a Greek salad for a second there. Yeah. Uh, the Ennio Morricone score oh, is so, so good. And a great choice for this movie instead of going Carpenter with Carpenter. It sounds yeah. like it is. A, I don't know. I wonder how much influence he has because it's yeah. like Morricone didn't really do anything else. It sounds like it sounds more Carpenter. But it's not Morricone. quite as like there's still more orchestral yeah. elements in this one that don't happen. And it, it feels more f- Carpenter is definitely like a minimalist in a lot of ways. And this doesn't mm. have that as, as much. like yeah. I, I still think it's like he's very well may have just been like, oh, what is the music you make? And yeah. okay, I'll make something like this. But it, it for me, it still feels that it, uh, it comes. I think it was layers. similar to something like that because I think like he showed him, and then he was just like, why don't you just do this score? Right. Like you can do this. 
but uh, he wanted to work with him. Uh, the Dean Kenny cinematography, uh, so Dean Kenny truck, that guy's list is, is yeah. Dean Kenny, he's money. That's what they said about yeah. him. <laughs> and the ending is absolutely perfect. Yeah. And again, another ending oh, yeah. that kind of leaves it up to you it's to so decide what, what it all means. Um, yeah, th- this movie's great. It's, it's got so much that uh, works for it. And again, an- another film that there's there's few faults in it, which I think is an ongoing... I mean, yeah. I guess there's a couple movies on li- yeah. coming up that maybe you guys would disagree about that. But for the most part, most of these films, it's like there's there's few yeah, complaints like you can find about little- them. Nitpicks here and uh, there. So yeah, my number fifteen, the thing. My number fourteen from nineteen eighty eight, the Blob. <laughs> this movie is so fucking great, right from the get go. You are uh, it, the character is so great. The uh, special effects are great. No one's safe. You're constantly terrified because this blob can come out of anywhere. Yeah, like sewer grates, uh, things in the middle of the sink, uh, uh, your girlfriend's blouse when you're trying to get to second base <laughs> when she's passed That's out. Not, yeah, I was going to say it's not your girl. I don't yeah. know if it's his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, I, I, uh, I, awesome. I, I don't, you know, spoiler, but yeah. I think it by now, yeah. everyone's going to know. It yeah. d- didn't make my list, but it yeah. wasn't that far off, yeah. which, you know, I don't really like the original The Blob that mm-hmm. much, uh, especially the f- first half of that movie. So for me to go to this place where it's like, almost top hundred, I have to think about The Blob mm-hmm. and my top hundred is, is something. No. And, and coming off of the thing, another movie that. Again, if I was yeah. talking top special effects of all time, this is this yeah, is oh, great yeah, this is up there in, for in discussion sure, right? for sure. Yeah, even like even like I don't want to give anything away, but the scene in the sewer that you're like, ah, these guys are gonna get out okay. Like, oh no, yeah, they did not get out okay. Like, it kinda, one of the best special yeah. effects is Kevin Dillon's mullet. Oh yeah, that's, I was like, about to say just that was actually incredible. Kevin Dillon being a human being that I care about for <laughs> right? a few minutes is a special. Yeah, effect. Johnny Drama kind of kills it in this movie, right? He's kind of likable. He's okay in this movie. Yeah. The, the, if I had a problem with this movie, it would <laughs> it probably him. still be Kevin Dillon. I, 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 I like him in this, yeah, yeah, too, because he he's like he's not your typical lead. Like he's he, kind he, of a goofball. And I, I think the townsfolk don't like him. Yeah, you can I, see why. I really like the first half where yeah. he's actually like, oh fuck this guy, but everybody else is feeling. Enough, fuck this guy. Yeah. But then the second half, you're kind of supposed to believe he's Root the hero. Uh, that's when <laughs> well, I have he's a doing heroic things. Like, he does that jump. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He does <laughs> he, the jump. He takes on the U.S. The Army. Evil jump. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cool. So my number fourteen, which I don't think is going to be on either of your lists, mm-hmm. and it kind of blows my mind. From two thousand one, The Devil's Backbone. Oh, yeah. I wanted to watch this before. I couldn't get my hands on it. Uh, oh, right. You were going to borrow this yeah. from me. Well, you that's actually my fault. Yeah. No, no, no. Again, like, uh, I took this out of Maddie's top 100. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I should have watched it like beforehand. Like, I, No, it, it is Adam's fault, yeah, Maddie. Yeah, yeah. Don't blame no, yourself. Well, fuck you. All right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we're going back to making this a duo podcast. We don't need a third anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, keep, but yeah, it, my, this movie I'm is terrified fucking of awesome. Yeah, it's incredible. It's it's another uh, Del Toro movie in uh, takes place in the Spanish Civil War. It's at this orphanage, um, and you've got these likable kids that are, are amazing performances by all all of the kids. You've got that Del Toro theme where uh, he he's got the supernatural with the rehors, mm-hmm. the war, murder, corruption. Um, fucking atomic bomb in the middle of the like the uh, the set yeah. of this orphanage is is un- unbelievable uh, with the bomb there and then you've got this kind of like uh, you know I guess it's a uh, almost like a well in the a basement underground pool yeah like it's such a weird looking pool um, and 
you've got a great looking ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of the few like, really good looking ghosts. And it's CGI. That there's a lot of weird. See, like, I was gonna say works. that's the one thing that. Well, there's a couple of things that hold it back, but yeah. the, the CGI. Yeah, so I watched it again last year, and uh, you know CGI in general, but it's so well, it's so thoughtful in how they're they're putting. It's it an together. interesting concept, but I, it still takes me out of it a little bit. Same thing with Crimson. What's a Crimson Peak or whatever? <laughs> See, Crimson Peak, that one it uses a very similar effect, but it's much more noticeable than anything in in this film. I think Crimson Peak they try to go over the top, but this one's minimal. Yeah, very minimal. Yeah. Like he's at the end of the hallway, and yeah. you can see the the kind of like ghostly wa- uh, apparitions, <laughs> ab- apparitional wavers in the in the air. Uh, and I love the story. I, I think it mm. it really resonates. I with don't me. remember the story. That's the only. I kind of wish I watched this one because I remember it. I think my problem with Del Toro films is they're all fantastic films, but I always feel like the horror is like second nature. second nature. It's like yeah. the drama and the war element, war torn. Elements I, always like overwhelm it, and then you get some horror. I think this is the most horror out of like the ones he's done, but I still think it it's kind of like pushed to the wayside. Yeah, like I think me. it's natural in terms of what's going on. But I like I agree. Like most of the other films, I wouldn't necessarily compare. But this one like has some scary moments, mm-hmm. like w- w- where they're on the kids are unsure of the ghost or what the ghost will do, and you can feel their how scared they are. Um, I remember the first time I I watched this and actually like had me like. Kind of like the the hairs on yeah. the back of my on my neck going. Um, so I I don't know. Like this is I don't know if it's my favorite Del Toro, but it's pretty damn close after there. that last watch. Yeah, I really like Pan's Labyrinth. That's yeah, one I need to. That was the one too. that I was. I don't know if that's horror, but yeah, that, I mean, it probably would be like that yeah. for me. I didn't count as yeah. a horror. Pan's Labyrinth, but you could. Yeah, it's just like that's where Kyle's argument yeah. where there's it barely touches on it would. You know, yeah. it, it does feel there more like... There are some like, scary oh, elements, but that one, yeah. yeah, definitely focuses really on the war and then the fantasy elements. Yeah. And, and, yeah, the fantasy elements are more fantasy, where this one... Yeah, is more... Yeah. It's a ghost story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number 14 from 1984... It's Adam's already talked about it. I don't know if Maddie Oh, has. maybe. Joe Dante's Gremlins. Oh, yeah, I did talk about Gremlins. Okay, there we go. It's another maniac. <laughs> maniac! Maniacs! <laughs> um... As everyone knows, I love me my holiday films. Mm-hmm. Um, this film just has that. Oh, he's cracking a beer. Champagne, because it's our 100th episode. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing. This is on Veterans Day, right? Yeah. <laughs> this just has that Spielberg wholesomeness. I love that, like you mentioned, that, um, that ideal town. Um, it just. You don't, you, don't, you don't get what it is, where, where it is? It's got that Spielberg town. Is Spielberg tennis? No, but what's thing? what's the guy that he did like all those Christmas um, oh art? Oh, uh, Rockefeller or uh, Rock, Rock Rockford? Rock, Rock, yeah, Rock Rockward. Oh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Was yeah. That? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it. it yeah. I think it was a WWF yeah. thing because he came in. He was the WWF boy, Rocky Maivia. Yeah. Oh, was that his dad? Yeah, he, he uh, his dad was uh, something, but he became his Rocky Maivia back in the day. And like, then he, he first became came the Rock. In, then came the Rock. Who was is it, it though? Really, Norman Rockwell. There we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, it definitely has that Norman. <laughs> that Norman we got there. <laughs> that Norman Rockwell style Christmas to it. I love all the townspeople. I love how everyone is like given their scene to shine. You know, the smallest, even yeah. the smallest person in the back. There. Yeah, I do love the town. 
um, in general. I love how much fun the gremlins are, but then also how terrifying they can yeah. be. And even them, I love how each one has like such a unique personality. You go to the bar scene, it's like you remember that one, that one. There's the one with the puppet. There's the one smoking. There's the one that shoots. The pervy one one that's like flashing. I love the one that says, eat shit, Eddie Murphy. Like they know he's not going to be able to play all these characters. Um, I think that the effects hold up so well. Like again, you'll never get this again with CGI. Like the the puppets are just fantastic. Mm. I don't mind Zach Galligan. He he maybe isn't as interesting as some of the other people, but I think Mm. he's He's fine. He's okay. He's likable and he does what he he needs to do. Like you kind of want to see him. It all work out for him. Um, Phoebe Cates. Far like I I wouldn't mind him dying, but (laughs) uh, Phoebe Cates is absolutely adorable in this. I don't know how you, you can watch this and not fall in love with... You wouldn't mind feeding her after uh, midnight, is what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love the finale of this, the last shot with the old man walking down the, you know, the... Again, that it pulls back the camera and that mm. just... It's it's a painting right out of um, Rockwell. Um, the Rock Johnson. <laughs> it was his father that did yeah. the painting, though. So. Jesus Christ, you guys. <laughs> stop drinking. <laughs> um, yeah. They, they, which, yeah, the old man is great. Anyways, they, yeah. they, from the store, there's just so much to like with this. The old, the evil old woman um, who gets her come up. Oh, and she is such a bitch too, isn't she? It's just that perfect blend. And again, yeah. it has like that holiday cheer, but then it has like these dark, dark moments moment. where Phoebe Cates is telling what happened to her father, which is fucking it, still oh, yeah. haunting. Like yeah. <laughs> you can't think of like Christmas and not think of that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Like her career is so short. Well, I, I think she she left acting. Oh, she herself, got out? yeah. I think she married um, Kevin Klein, and then I think they had some children, oh, and then she, she wanted to. Yeah, I think she just wanted to raise her family. Yeah, I think it was by choice. I don't think it was that no one was hiring mm. her. Yeah, like uh, I guess the uh, she made something with one of her friends, maybe it's Jennifer Jason Lee or mm. someone. Is like that the that's anniversary it. party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good movie. Um, I've never seen it, but uh, I did have it on a watch list because it was. It, it's one of those good. things where it's it's rare that someone goes yeah i've got enough I'm, out of I'm, this i'm done and i i love like all the the moments too like again like the the moments where all the inventions at home are not working yeah. the dad at the uh, convention mm-hmm. show and all the him trying to sell the gas station clerk is fucking um ashtray that all oh, right <laughs> keeps the smoking or whatever. like mm-hmm. i don't know all that stuff is great and it's like you don't need any of that but again adding that just makes yeah this, special it, it makes it feel special it, it's actually and feel a real, layered, like, layered movie yeah mm-hmm. exactly like these are real people these characters aren't just there to further the plot so um, yeah, I don't know. It just has that like perfect, like great Christmas movies do. It just gives me that feel. feel good, you know. And when it ends, I just you know I'm in that Christmas mood, but I'm also in the mood to own a Mogwai, which would be the greatest <laughs> pet ever, and you know possibly get you know fuck yeah. with it and give you gremlins. Yeah, that actually was kind of <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I can have like friends I can party with. <laughs> uh, speaking of holiday movies, uh, my number thirteen is from 1981. Another like a holiday treat, My Bloody Valentine. <laughs> This movie is so fucking cool. It has one of the greatest, like a serial or slasher killers, I guess, in my mind. The look of the actually uh, Harry Warden, I guess, is his name, with the uh, The gas mask and the uh, minor outfit. There's some of the greatest special effects. I like all the characters too, actually. I know what you guys are talking about. Like, I think they have like a fun dynamic. What's going on with them? I like everybody until some of the like 
terrifying stuff. I think the down. I yeah. think the three way romance like th- that is it a works, little bit right. It's a little bit cheesy, but it's it's fine. Like I, I, I think it's fine. Yeah, I was fine with any yeah, of that. Yeah. It was it, like they're way over the top. It's but like I'm I'm. Well, you can yeah, kind of tell enjoying. that they're not actors and they yeah, didn't go yeah, on acting. Yeah, I'm after okay this. with this. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's still yeah fun. I'm okay. It's mainly like once uh, like Cynthia Dale uh, is. Is like excruciating once the terror goes on for me. Oh, yeah. A few other things that. She gets screamy. Yeah, and it, it seems like in a different world from what the hell is going on in the movie. But, hmm. uh, anyways, hmm. I, I, yeah. Like, the killer is incredible. Yeah. The location is incredible. Claustrophobic as well, like in the mine. And even like when he, there's one of the great scenes where he's like smashing out the light bulbs with pickaxes. Oh, walking. yeah. Some of the best slasher kills yeah. all time. Yeah. Like, there's so many there that could make your top 10 yeah, kills of all time. Yeah, the fact that they have a party in a mine where they have to go down by train, I think it's such a cool idea to kind of get you in this area. You can't mm-hmm. leave no matter what you do. Yeah. Yeah, anyways. And who doesn't want to fuck in a mine after watching that? Right? <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're not with a miner, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll, High fives all around. I usually ignore your jokes, Maddie, <laughs> yeah, but I'll, I'll give you that one. Thank that you, thank uh, so s- similar to, to Kyle thinking of army of darkness and going, I don't know if that's making my list because I'm not sure it's a horror movie. My number 13, never been kissed, never been kissed with <laughs> Drew Barrymore, uh, and Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson is terrifying. Uh, and, no, uh, from 1995, seven. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, yeah, I rewatched this and for me it was, there was no doubt while it is like a film noir, modern film noir, mm. mystery, thriller. There it, is still some terrifying It's moments. really like, it, it's all those, all the moments with the seven deadly sins yeah. are set up like a horror movie. Yeah. Yep. Um, the gluttony guy. Oh, it, it's, they're tableaus like that could be like out of Clive Barker. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think it's that far uh, removed. Um, it's just a grimy film yeah. too. Like mm-hmm. what, you know, city they live in uh, Rain Town or yeah yeah <laughs> I don't know. It seems like, like it's just all, raining constantly it's always where, where terrible is it supposed there. to be is, that, is it it's it's it, not supposed to be anywhere oh, even okay. though I thought Chicago I think they're kind of loop there it's a no it's an undisclosed like mm-hmm. uh, I believe one of them is a very well known place in L A but yeah. this is clearly not L A well I guess they have a desert that's where they go to so maybe it's L A like. But again, it's raining all the time, so it's not L.A. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's nowhere. Yeah. Um, it uh, has all of every, you know, muscle in my body is tightly clenched. Yeah. Um, it, it's uh, Yeah, like, the uh, sloth is terrifying. Terrifying. Again, that's a really good jump scare, too. That, oh, that, yeah. That's me every time. Every time. But it see, got the me thing again. with sloths, so, like, they're so slow that I don't think they could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you think about the guy from the Goonies? <laughs> you guys. So you've got all this. Kinda- What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> I would watch this movie. Also, the the line reading of yeah. "What's in the box" yeah. is it's it's is kind amazing. of cheesy, but it's it's oh, yeah, no, it works. I, I mean, it works. I, like I said, I think I think said, it's maybe because it's been like so yeah. parody, yeah. But when I saw it, it it, it hit me like that. Yeah. How that scene unfolds, how the scene unfolds where they're first tracking down John Doe and Morgan Freeman's mm. so good in that yeah. scene. Yeah. That may be. I'm yeah. trying to think. That may be my favorite. More. I can know everyone loves Shawshank, but. Yeah. I don't know. He's so good in this because he's su- it's such a, like a subtle. No, I think this is my favorite yeah, performance, and I also think he's at the point where he's like, he's retiring just because 
he just feels like isn't it because he feels like he can't really make a difference at this point like the I, world is, is just so too burnt out even yeah, yeah the world is too he fucked he tells yeah. these stories that just like uh some of the hardest parts is like the stories yeah. that he's telling uh Gwyneth Paltrow like yeah uh, well the, yeah. the 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 relationship like it's a, it's a it's basically a this great buddy cop movie yeah. too with him and Brad Pitt and you know they they don't mm-hmm. like each other they don't care at first but then they become they more entwined. love each other well Paltrow kind of yeah helps yeah. that that uh, yeah and and but the the scenes with him and Paltrow are, are yeah. fantastic, which also add a layer to how much you care yeah. how this thing's gonna unfold. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I I this was something I watched not for this, just because I was watching You're all the David Fincher. Yeah, and uh, I was like, oh fuck, I'm good. This is gonna be on my list. Yeah, I, I think I would put it as horror too. I I, I had it in my list, and then. I was like, it's 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 fucking a great movie, yeah. but in the end, I was like, yeah, it's not a film I, I watch a lot, but it is really I, I would count it as horror. Zodiac is another one that, although that one like has so, a lot more of the detective stuff, yeah. But that that has I would say arguably more scary moments. I think tense than seven yeah. tense because they're, they're they're not setting it up in any like the way yeah. he frames those yeah. are more yeah. like you're watching it unfold like true crime style. Yeah, like the the scene in the car though in that one. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of fun. yeah. And the, the scene when he goes in the house is actually the one in Zodiac. Yeah. yeah, but so I watched those two a week apart or something, and it, it's a fine line. But I was like, this is horror. Now, do you, which one not. do you? I think I actually like Zodiac more. Yeah, yeah. I, I, if I was doing like top ten overall, Zodiac would for sure be in there. Um, the seven, I don't know, but Zodiac would. Mm-hmm. Um, top ten. Sorry, oh. overall uh, top one hundred overall like films, not. Uh, yeah, like the but the, Zodiac. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think on the rewatch on that. that one might have Zodiac because I think I probably would have had seven just on memory. Yeah, yeah. higher, and then you you realize like just how f- fucking good Zodiac is. Yeah. They're both great, though. Again, like and everyone oh, yeah. kind of pulls right. Even the guy who like had uh, uh, get the whore with the uh, contraption, he that's that's a haunting oh, yeah. scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All all of those sections yeah. are what make it a yeah. horror movie for me. Yeah. Um, my number thirteen. You're doomed. You're all doomed. <laughs> Another one, eh? Uh, I didn't plan this. I don't think I did at least. But number thirteen is Friday Thirteenth, nineteen eighty. Um, That's slick, brother. <laughs> uh, again, th- this franchise, yeah. are, when I talk about films I've watched the most, I grew up with m- like me and all my friends and cousins. We would get together. Every time we rented a movie, we'd rent three horror films, and like one or two of them would be Friday the 13th, and then another one. That was like every week. Like These films I watch religiously, and I still watch quite a bit. I mean, how many times have we covered them on podcasts? Um, it's almost like every couple years. I never mm. get bored. Uh, this is the one that started it all. I know Halloween came before Black Christmas, but I think this is the one that started the slasher craze. Like those films came, but th- this it took a couple years before this one came out. And this was the one where every like three months after this, you were getting. I mean, this is the one from you know eighty to whatever eighty six, eighty seven when it died down. That one a year. No, it was more. Yeah, no, there was like sixty yeah. a year. Now, do you think it's because they're catching up to Halloween at this point? Because a lot come out well, that same year, right? I mm-hmm. think. I think it's also though, just because this is the one that focused. This one kind of follows the the tropes that you've seen. It's like a group of teens, 
a young group of teens that are there. You don't know much about them. They're just kind of fun, but they're going to get knocked off. It had cool kills, which Halloween, you know, didn't have at the point. This has the Tom Savini effects. Um, and it also has the mystery as well, whereas Halloween, you know, who's doing it. This is the one that every slasher film, it's like, oh, who's the right. killer? Who's, who's mm-hmm. the one pulling and doing it? So uh, I know you had some problems with the directing. I, I think Chun S. Cunningham does yeah. fine. Uh, Victor Miller wrote it. Um, yeah, I just I love the sin, uh, the simplicity of this film, the mystery, the foreboding atmosphere. Even if the mystery is a bit of a cheat, because <laughs> yeah. like you could never guess that. I think when it's showing who is the killer, oh, it makes sense. I think it's yeah, I think it's so much fun, and I love that over the top performance where it's like two personalities. I really enjoy that chase scene. I love a lot of the quiet moments in this. I love where they're just playing strip monopoly. I love where like it's a five minute scene of just her making the popcorn and you know like shit what is going to happen at any any time. I think the whole cast is is really likable. Amy Steele, uh, Kevin Bacon. Um, yeah, the, the guy, I don't know who the actor is but he's wearing like the native garb and he comes out. Yeah. He's just fucking around the cops giving him shit in the back and forth that, there. Uh Bing Crosby's them. son? I think it is actually. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Actually, oh wild. Um, yeah, it's just uh, again the kills aren't as extravagant as they get later on because this is more about you know it's got to be from the point of view of the killer because you don't know who, know who it is. But I like that this one feels different than a lot of the other slasher films that came after it um, because of that. And um, yeah, I, I do think again, I just it's a movie where you kind of want to see the cast survive like mm-hmm. you know i want to go and hang out with these people and play some strip monopoly <laughs> never that that has been said about like a slasher movie like i want to see the cast survive it well, would just be a movie about camp <laughs> <laughs> but that's again that's what i mean like i think this would it, it, i i it, they're like one if i think like mm-hmm. a lot of these early slasher films and even even the early friday 13th films kind of did that well where um you know it, before they, they got to the point where it's like let's have a bunch of characters you hate Despicable. and you want to see die. I think the first couple were different in that, like these were just kind of relatable real likable people. Exactly, relatable is probably the, the the better word. Where it's like you you can relate to these people going hanging out, getting camp set up, sleeping with each other, mm. smoking dope, uh, playing strip Good monopoly. monopoly. Um, yeah, we used to do that all the time. We hung out together. <laughs> it was just it was weird because yeah, it's just it me and you though. But uh, you know, uh, yeah, that's my number thirteen. Friday thirteen. Um, my number twelve is from uh, nineteen eighty six. It is uh, The Fly. I don't know how to describe this movie other than like you actually get a feel for both these characters so well. Like Jeff Goldblum does a great job. Gina Davis does a great job. And as the movie goes along, uh, their relationship kind of um, sours and he does something stupid. And you're like, I can see why he would do this. He's just so uh, angry and distraught and whatnot. He makes these stupid ideas. And he turns into, I don't want to give anything away, but the fly, the Brindle fly comes out and it is so fucking spooky mm-hmm. and like uh, terrifying how he's constantly adapting. He's changing. He's turning a different person altogether. Well, what, watching which is this person heartbreaking yeah. because you feel for him as a character and you feel for her too. Like, oh yeah. It's like a giant misunderstanding I, that I, like works. There's the scene where, uh, she, like embraces him mm-hmm. even though he's yeah. this disgusting monster monster she she loves him and he yeah. no longer loves her because he's something completely different he doesn't have the emotional capacity i, I would say anymore. out of like any effect mm-hmm. the like this is one of the most disturbing like this it just really gets underneath my skin oh yeah of it's course a, 
And so we were talking about practical effects. Yeah. It is yeah. This is the evolving. top. Yeah, yeah. It is constantly evolving. He's like, oh, I see he's weird looking. He's like, he's losing his teeth. His nails are going, like, oh, that's odd. Then like, he's crawling on the walls. And it's like, yeah. oh, that's fucked up. And then like, he's vomiting on people's hands and like eating it. Like, oh, that's fucked up. And he changes. It just constantly gets grosser well, and grosser and grosser. Till you you think of like, what would... Yeah a half like a yeah. fly man look like and it's yeah. like this film yeah, that makes sense <laughs> yeah like it, they it feels real like it doesn't feel like it's trying to be mm-hmm. a monster effect it feels like no this is this guy actually deteriorating into this creature and it's believable and yeah i agree like i think i think the the key to what holds the glue that holds this film together is that the the romance between those yeah. two like it's just you, you, like even Romeo though you know and it's Juliet in a way, like they're just yeah, it's, it's a doomed romance, but you want it yeah. somehow work work yeah. out, and it's yeah, and it's there's just, real it's, chemistry it's between yeah, yeah. Goldblum. Well, they and they Gina got married right as well recently after this. Oh, did or? they? Yeah, there was a. I knew they had a real because they did Earth Girls are easy. I think oh, together because that actually makes 100 yeah. sense. Like you can actually see it on yeah. screen. Like, but again, that's why this movie is top like why this movie is fucking top is the fucking Brendel Fly himself and all the violence that comes with it. Like. Yeah, there, there's some like spewing yeah, on mel- melting are. hands and yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I remember like I, I recently watched this and I was surprised. Like I knew about how good the creature looked and stuff. Yeah, but I was surprised how a lot of the effects work, even when he's climbing on the wall and stuff. Because mm-hmm. again, this it was it had a budget. Like it was yeah. a pretty big Cronenberg budget and, and Fox behind it. But I think it's still like what they were able to pull well, off. Well, the other thing is you you can see how Cronenberg goes from no budget movies. Mm-hmm. And how that makes this movie great. Yeah. Because yeah. he's not wasting a fucking second yeah. getting to where you need to go. Well, see, I think it, it it's about isn't it about twenty minutes before the horror starts, but I, I yeah. love all that but stuff. But all that, that stuff the quiet is moments. setting everything yeah, yeah. up. Yeah. It's setting up and why you're explaining how care. it works mm. and with the stake and like yeah, it's it's like one of the best um but there's no explanation w- scenes. It doesn't yeah. feel like out of place, like, oh we gotta explain this because the audience is yeah. lost. It it feels so natural and it's so like I, I almost yeah. love that stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, as much as the horror, like it's so good. But, but you don't need any of the setup to who he is or no, who no, she no. is or it's all this just, kind of stuff. Yeah, like they just introduce it, opens yeah. up, they introduce uh, a party, and boom, yeah, we're we're there with them. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're at twelve. Twelve. Mm-hmm. Okay, from uh, two thousand ten, this was my number wow. one of the uh, when we did our top seventy five of that decade. Uh, Darren Aronofsky's Black Swan. Wow. Um, oh, that's two Aronofsky's, eh? It is two Aronofsky's. What yeah. was the other one? Oh, my mother. Um, somebody's paying attention here, Kyle, and it ain't you. <laughs> um, Once you get into past 2000s, I kind of daze yeah, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is for me one, if not. You know, it's it's right up there as the best psychological horror movie. And he made you it, love it, your psychological horror, man. Like innocence, uh, repulsion. I don't know if the innocence. I wouldn't like. There's there's elements of that too. That but that, that I th- I think works on that kind of gothic mm-hmm. horror level. But you're you're right. There's a subtext with the innocence for sure. Repulsion. This is like repulsion 2.0. Uh, and if you see Tenant, I bet Tenant would have possibly been yeah. on there too, maybe. Um, so, it, and it's just like one of those movies that I, it sets up similar to to what you get in Repulsion, where it just seems like, oh, this is kind of like somebody that's a little bit lost, and then the intensity just yeah, doesn't let, it's, let it's up. It's like another, almost feel like a dream sequence of a movie as well. 
like you don't know what's real, you don't know what's not. I, I, You're I, just again, uh, yeah. Everything's I, I, soft focus. Yeah, it's a an, um, a narrator that you can't believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, well, I talked about this a lot in the seventy five seventy fifth episode. Is that what we did seventy five movies? Well, yeah, seventy fifth episode. Oh, we each yeah. did twenty five. Okay, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say I don't remember putting together seventy five. Yeah. That would be impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I think I struggled putting together twenty five. Um, so that is my number twelve. Awesome, cool. Uh, my number twelve hasn't made Maddie's list. Ooh, who knows? From nineteen seventy eight, directed by Philip Kaufman, Invasion of the Body. It Snatchers. did make my list and yeah. mine. Nice, so a maniac. Maniac. Um, maniac. I like the original too, but I. Yeah. I, I need think, a I need a button that goes maniac. Yeah. Maniac. <laughs> maniac. I like the original, but I think this is on like a whole other league. I, I think. Um, this film is just such a masterpiece. I think the acting from everyone is just out yeah, there. No, best. Donald Goldblum. Sutherland, Brooke Adams, yeah, Jeff Goldblum, Veronica Cartwright, Leonard Nimoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the slow, the slow pace, but then the tension as you know it just builds as it goes on. And again, like the thing, another film that just that paranoia you can't trust mm-hmm. anyone because you know it, there's there's people like that, and the thing like you kind of have a base idea, I guess, but this one. Like there's people, and then all of a sudden they're they're evil, and you're like, oh, I didn't expect that. They kind of <laughs> came out of nowhere. Not evil, but they've been taken over by this these pod pods. Um, but this this film also has a sense of hopelessness. Like you kind of again, you like the characters, you want to see them get through it, but it's like as the film goes on, more and more people are being taken over. Like it's yeah, it's at the point where like ninety percent of the uh, there is some, chunk of ice is melting around your yeah, feet. Yeah, like there's yeah. there's something about these horror movies, like mm-hmm. like I was talking about with the descent, also where yeah. you know it's it, not going to end it, well. This isn't going to end well. And then and then you know and this one you can't even fucking go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> like how it's like Nightmare on Elm Street. You got that? That would be impossible. Yeah, and you this is on top of everything else. You can't go to sleep. Oh, and by the way, like ninety percent of the world is fucking pod I people. Guess, Joe. Um, I do. Yeah, it's expertly filmed. It, it never goes too flashy. I mean, not maybe the 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 dog and the homeless guy switching faces. <laughs> yeah, I like that actually. But I yeah, I like that cool. as well. But oh yeah, I, I, that's yeah, amazing yeah. to me. I, I feel like the the directional is very subtle. It doesn't go too. It's not trying to do anything too. Too. It. It just makes you feel like you're in this yeah. world with these people. Yeah, it's another difference between um, uh, this and Nightmare because we, we decided Wes Craven's a hack. Wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. I, I don't know if I would say hack. <laughs> no, no, don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> I just don't like him as much. I think. My, did you have you had one of the nightmares? You yeah, know? I had nightmare. Um, but yeah, and the, the the effects are pretty great in this too. Like the the I'm pods just gonna and keep the doing that and, and yeah, making everyone believe. Yeah. I'm gonna go on the Instagram and be like, yeah. everyone at Movie City Media yeah. thinks Wes is like a big because he's got a big fan base. Well, actually, we have to go like like ballsy, right? You have to say like them things to get the attention, and then people know. And another movie again, looking at a lot of the ones on this list, perfect ending, like that ending. Yeah, yeah. fucking, you're right. Like you couldn't end it any better. Ending. What a great finger. Um, yeah. <laughs> Pardon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, number twelve, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Uh, my number eleven. Uh, you had this on your list. You probably did not. Uh, from two thousand and seven, Trick or Treat. I did. Oh, did you? What oh. the fuck? I had that in my twenties. I think you had it higher than me. Yeah, I had it. I had it higher than this asshole. Well, well, when did you have it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, Maniac. Maniac. It's a maniac. 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 I love maniac. Halloween. This movie is pretty much just a uh, jack lantern. Twenty five. I had it oh, twenty five. Wow. That's actually impressive. Yeah, I love Hello, this boy. movie. Yeah. Awesome. 
So so do I. <laughs> I did 32, so not that much. I thought oh, not, I not, no, you you, yeah. you don't like that movie that yeah. much. Anything above <laughs> 30. Would Again, it's just because it's a newer film. If it was from uh, the 70s, it would have been yeah. like top 10. <laughs> <laughs> is your problem not enough pumpkins? Is that, was that, was that your issue? No. I, I, yeah, this movie. <laughs> yeah. The, the so that wouldn't make your top 100 uh, movie, uh, yeah. movies of all time. Again, I think that's the that's the breaking around that spot, yeah. but it might not. Yeah, I, 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 I'm the same. Yeah. Would for Maddie though? I think it would actually. I love this movie. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's great. I do think Sam is one of my favorite he's iconic monsters. Monster. Like if I'm doing top five, even he's it's like Jason, Sam, mm-hmm. so Frankenstein's I, monster. Even though I don't love the movies much, I love I, the the, design. the monster's yeah. amazing. So what's crazy though? You go in the spirit of Halloween or whatever. It's everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was there looking for something specific that supposedly they had and didn't have on the weekend. Bullshit. Um, which you know, not great. Spirit of Halloween, not great. <laughs> uh. There's a whole section. You should see my house. <laughs> I have two neck action figures, one with cloth, one the ultimate. I have a light up um, statue of him. And we actually have, we bought a life-size kid statue. And the, Is actu- the one that moves? No, we didn't get that because I, I think that kind of looks cheesy. No, we bought just it's like a life-size mannequin. And we bought the deluxe costume, put it on the mannequin, and now he's sitting in her hallway, so it creeps Becky oh, out. Oh, that's terrifying. Every time she goes down there, there's like the Sam, and we bought the uh, the sucker, because our son was kind of like, well, I kind of want that costume, just to like, yeah. even though he's never seen the movies, yeah. he loves has, the, the- Has Becky seen the movies? Yeah, she actually likes, she really likes, that's one of the few horror films that she's kind of like, well, I'll watch that if you want to watch that this year. Um, so that is usually one that we fit in, we try to fit in every year. It's but, a great um, Halloween yeah. day. Oh, Yeah. But yeah, no, my my house is covered. I'm sure I'm forgetting about some other things, but with Sam, we just Again, have, I, we I have the him. lights. That okay, light yeah, up. that's cool. Yeah. Nice. I like them. Um, yeah, he he's the, the character. Do you have any decorations <laughs> you want to talk about, Matt? I, I have a few. Actually, I don't want to give anything away because uh, there might be some Christmas presents coming your guys' way. <laughs> um. Okay, so my number eleven from 1977, David Lynch's Eraserhead. Oh, awesome. Oh. Um. Every time you say movie, it's just my reaction is just wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you guys seen this? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I haven't. Oh wow. <laughs> I don't know if it would be my thing. I I have a I have a buddy that I work with, and he's like, I, I like Lynch, but fuck that movie. It's really? a weird so, one. What's so he said it's like so arty nonsense, which I don't know how he likes mm. Lynch. Then, yeah. I, I, your friend. If no. he's listening, how do you like David Lynch and not but like it, this, this movie? But this is like his most like indie and kind of like college level film. I think is what he described it as. It feels like it, I guess like the the narrative's not or like the plot's not quite there. Fine, where... yeah, like it's it's not overt. But uh, there's a bunch of other movies where he's yeah. he throws that away. Is as like hmm. it, it's it's incredible. Like what he yeah. does, you don't look yeah. at it and go, "Oh, this looks like it." You know, was done. They on no budget. It's it's the best like no budget imagination movie mm-hmm. ever because what he takes and he did it over five years. Oh, that's crazy! And he was getting movie uh, money from like Sissy Spacek and her <laughs> uh, her husband. I is think. this his first movie? This is his fir- oh, okay. first uh, full length. He'd done a bunch of shorts that are, are fairly celebrated now yeah. as well. Um, but uh, it's this hellish industrial landscape that he's he's mm-hmm. kind of created, and you you've got. This incredible sound design, 
the best sound that, design of anything. Like that baby crying is like enough to like haunt you. Or just the out, like it sounds almost like outer space is on Earth at mm. some at some points. Do you have the Criterion Blue? For yeah, this? yeah. I, maybe I'll borrow it. I, yeah, I I'll, yeah. I, I have a feeling it's not gonna be my thing, but I'll give it a there's shot. There's no like there's no narrative to hold yeah. you you there in the same way that you would expect. But it, I, I think I've said this. I've never seen any David Lynch. Oh films. no. <laughs> Well, yeah, like I, I don't know. This yeah. is a, uh, as good as like this movie confounded me the first time I saw it when I was mm. eighteen years old. I was just like, "What the fuck?" Am you I watched on Showcase? I don't know. Maybe uh, it seems like a Showcase number. Like I don't huh. think I saw it. On sh- I think I got it from from Blockbuster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or, why would you? I think it was <laughs> you, you were trying to rent the Schwarzenegger movie called Eraser. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you they were figured uh, that look that kind of looks like Vanessa yeah, Williams yeah. with different hair. Um, no. Uh, I think it was a friend uh, yeah, recommended it. That, no, that we were like had heard this from somebody that yeah. was older or or something, and um, but it it's like this separates it. It's not just sur- surreal for b- wanting to be surreal. There's there's actually like a foundation of um, putting your deepest fears on screen, and it's not just like that one percent chance that someone's going to have a knife. It's like what if you. Uh, pick the wrong woman or the wrong life or the you're stuck with a child you don't want and you don't know what to do or your life has no escape and mm-hmm. uh, every everything work is bad and every social thing you'll ever do but it's done and they he turns it into horror mm-hmm. all of these elements are turned into horror and that's why like there's not a narrative but it's like this person's brain you're right in there with with Jack Nance who, who's mm-hmm. uh, incredible in this movie um, as a, a racer head, I guess. <laughs> um, and it's it deals with like what you know. There, what if it all goes away? But it also has some like heart. Like there's a scene where the lady in the radiator and she's singing "Heaven" that breaks me every time. Mm. We saw it at the Playhouse, Tammy and I. Oh, did you? Um, pre-COVID, and that was where it cemented. That would be a good one to see at it's a theater. It's yeah. great to see in a theater. Like that's the best experience I've ever seen yeah. with that movie. Um and you know, I've I've seen it four or five times at this mm-hmm. point. Uh and I don't know. All right. I, I would also argue like uh you know, it it took 5 years to make and the 5 years were the reason why it's good as well because you're living in this world. Like he just kept building things and building things and building things and he was doing a paper route to like fund this movie. Like I know you guys, you, Phantasm. Like you're, yeah. you talk about like the ingenuity, which is it, there's a lot to make this yeah. get made. This is insane that this movie was made mm. completely independent, like truly independent. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it. A, yeah, like I, maybe this would be like in October. We'll watch it together, and we'll, or we'll do like a yeah. you watch it, and I'll watch it. We'll talk I said, about it's one, one of those movies. Like yeah. I, I've been meaning to see all his movies. Yeah. I just everyone's every time you like. Am I in the mood for a David Lynch movie? Mm, mm. No, <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll force myself to watch it. Yeah, like the, like it it is. <sighs> Hopefully, is it short? It's pretty short, I think. Yeah. Yeah. What, like an hour and twenty? I don't even know if it's an hour that. Long. I think movies without narrative, it, I always it's struggle 90, it's with. It's ninety but, minutes. But, um, okay. Yeah, like this is the thing. The, the narrative that part I could see you maybe like tuning out because you're there's no narrative to kind of bring you along. But if you think about it. And this is what I did when I was 18. I thought about it later and I was like, that was fucking cool. And I've never seen anything like yeah. that. And and mm. you still, like this movie is fucking 40, 
Almost yeah. 45 years old, and there's no movie like this. Yeah. Not even in his catalog. Your friend is crazy for not liking this movie <laughs> if he likes Lynch. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, I'll be the judge. <laughs> um, my number 11 from 1986, David Cronenberg's The Fly. Oh, nice. Nice. This is a movie, and I'm like, this should be higher up my list, but then I just looked and I was like, no, I guess that's right. Yeah. Um, I guess I really like the other 10 movies. Yeah, we, we pretty much talked about it. The only thing I wanted to add, we, <laughs> the only thing I wanted to add we, did, we didn't talk about, the, I love the sleazy boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy is such like a despicable yeah. dude. And even at the end, you're tr- they're trying to make it look like, well, he's going to help her. He's trying to help her. Like, fuck that yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, he gets what he deserves. Oh, yeah, I guess like, <laughs> there's an abortion scene that's fucking insane, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the Cronenberg. Thing, yeah, that's all I can say yeah he, he loves his abortion scenes, don't he? <laughs> the other thing we didn't mention is the uh, Howard Shore music is yeah. uh, is fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Howard Shore and uh, like everyone knows him now because of Lord of the Rings. But hmm. man, did he do great work oh, yeah. with a bunch of directors? It's Paulie's really. dad, right? Yeah, Paulie Shore's dad. Yeah. Canadian um, Howard Shore, <laughs> yeah. actually. Not that that matters. I would love to least. see a remake with uh, Paulie Shore as. as Brendan Fly. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we've seen the Jews. <laughs> and then like peeks all over the guy's hand. <laughs> you know what? I am in. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think we covered everything. This movie again, it's it's that emotional journey that holds yeah. me in. But then you get all these great effects and monsters, right. and it's everything I love about film. Uh, it's it's a masterpiece, uh, and it, it's the David Cronenberg film for me, um, by far. Uh, my number 10, top 10. Wow, fucking A, man. Yeah, We got there. We did it. We're doing this. From 1999, this movie has such a weird uh, personal uh, affliction for me. I watched it in high school. I saw the, uh, what's that called? The um, Okay, we're talking about the Blair Witch. The uh, Secrets of the Blair Witch on like science TV. Yep. Oh, this is going to be so fucking good. I got so excited about this movie. I saw it in the theaters. I'm like, oh, I was walking home from the theaters scared. This movie's fucking awesome. It's the first found footage movie I think I've seen. For sure. So, yeah. It, it hit me in such a weird way that I don't think any movie's done. That's another maniac, since. right? Yeah. I, it was just about to say, yeah. forget your fucking shit. Maniac. That's a maniac. <laughs> maniac. Maniac. <laughs> uh, you no, know, like, I think we talked mm. about this before, and uh, there was there was an event around this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like it, I, I, we would never get this kind of media uprising for another movie. Like, Well, we kind of, Paranormal Activity did it a little bit. Yeah. Like, that was a big thing where they released it, these small showings, and it built up yeah. this yeah. fan base. And because of that, like, it was never meant to be a big release, but it kept on getting this. Growing and yeah, growing. Yeah, and got did it, either of you consider that for your top 100? Nah. Um, I considered it, but it, it would it was pretty far out there but i do i really like the first one yeah. just yeah it i have issues with it though yeah it didn't really uh i enjoyed it but it's not really top 100 material i think now. the th- third one is my favorite which one's hmm. the third one the, uh, the one in the 80s that's one the yeah 80s? Hmm. yeah i don't think i've ever i probably saw it but completely forget it they, they all, all kind of it's with a fan Okay, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think that's yeah, one yeah. of those films where like the the billion sequels kind of hurt it. Mm-hmm. Like if it if you just had the first film and it ended like that, I think it would have been better yeah. remembered. Like the Blair, I mean, the Blair Witch has a sequel, but the sequel is so different; it's its own yeah. thing. That I think the first, yeah, because they fa- that that is the difference. Because I guess no, I guess the there is the, the Blair Witch, which I don't even pretend exists anymore. From but your it's, boy. What was it, this? is it found footage? It is found footage. Who's oh. your boy? Uh, oh, Ty West. Wingard. No, Wingard. Adam Wingard. Yeah, Wingard. Yeah, that, I know, I know, you guys yeah, hated that, that so much, so I avoided yeah, it. I wouldn't be. It's like everything you like about this one, it kind of ruins. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to show you a bunch of the witch. And it's like, fuck off. Yeah. Um, anyway. 
Uh, okay. Top 10. Top 10. From 1968, Rosemary's Baby. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Another maniac. Another maniac. Um, uh, uh, yeah, it's... That's weird. I thought I had that coming up on my list. I guess I already covered it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know anymore what's going on. Uh... So yeah, yeah, it's not necessarily terrifying. It's always unnerving, yeah. right? Like, and you're this slow burning nightmare. It just uh, like a vice. It just kind of cranks the vice of like pressure. And we talked about all the supporting cast is yeah. is fantastic, but it's all held together because of Mia Farrow. Yeah, I think I think you just feel so much sympathy for this character. It's like she's pregnant, dealing with pregnancy in itself. Is already tough. Then you got yeah. your husband. They're married, right? Yep. Yeah. Who is fucking the the worst husband? He's and the, then you do with he was a dick. All yeah. this other yeah. stuff. And then you got these crazy yeah, neighbors. Yeah, he's a secret dick at the beginning, and then yeah. he's a real dick. And later. then you're losing your doctor, who you're usually pretty close yeah. with during a pregnancy, and it's just like it's just one after another, and it's yeah. like by the end she's got absolutely no one. Like that. Fuck, man, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> um. But if you're Ralph Bellamy, like, you're going to be an asshole. He's the new doctor because in every other movie, you know, when he was a young man, Cary Grant just stole his wife or whatever. Yeah, that's so, why he's angry. Uh, so it's, I guess it's understandable. It's understandable yeah. from his yeah, opinion yeah. that he would go So maybe he's the real sympathetic character in this one. <laughs> I, I think so, really. He has a backstory you want to see. Uh, but, like, yeah, she's enclosed in forced isolation in, in old friends, uh, dismissed. Yeah. Trips outside yeah. the apartment, discouraged. You know, her books are confiscated. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. And it's it's her, an, her husband just taking a, a free little ride there at nighttime. Yeah. Or, oh god, <laughs> that's not, what the fuck. The, it, oh, I just thought, I thought you wouldn't mind. You know, you were just kind of he's so that. cavalier about raping her. <laughs> uh, and it's the it's the but that's and isn't mm. her back all covered in scratch marks? Yeah. yeah. That yeah. I don't know. I, I've really got into it. <laughs> the fuck, dude? The banality of evil. That's where you're like, okay, see you later. I'm going to go stay at my mom's house. (laughs) Yeah, and she just, I I think she just feels that she can't. Yeah, Yeah, she has nowhere else to turn. Nowhere else to do, nowhere else to go. Other than like, you know, there's a a, a few friends, but they keep getting more and more distance between them. And that Scrabble scene, man. Yeah. (laughs) I love me some ASMR, and that Scrabble scene just does it for me. Gives me the tingles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm moving on. Yeah. That's my number 10. It gives Kyle the tingles. It gives me the tingles. Um, my number 10. is a tingler. <laughs> don't know if, was this on your list, Matty? From 1982, the Toby Hooper slash Spielberg film Poltergeist. Did it make your top 100? No, movie? it did not. What the fuck is wrong yeah, with Yeah, weird. Um, this film. That man, is crazy. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, Changeling is great. I talked about the Changeling, right? <laughs> I already talked about the Changeling. Yeah, you did. This is the, I guess, would be the supernatural flick for me. Then this is my favorite supernatural movie. Again, I, like Gremlins, I love that kind of Spielberg wholesomeness. I love the family. I love the 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 parents, uh, Craig T. Nielsen, and um, is it Mary Beth? Mary Jo? Jo, jo Beth Williams. Jo, uh, yeah, she's um, got... One of those names. Yeah. Well, I think, that, isn't Mary Beth, the, is a daughter, isn't it? That's why I think I'm getting confused. But Joe Beth Williams, 
Man, those, those parents are so much fun smoking yeah. dope. That scene where they're smoking, we talked about yeah, this. It's awesome. it's hottest so hottest mom ever, too, yeah. and coolest mom. But I, I love like how the scares kind of start out as little things. It's almost like silly. It's like, look at the, the furniture's moving in here. Let's put the daughter across. Watch, she moves yeah. across the yeah. floor. And then it just like goes from silly to like that one night with the storm. Just everything breaks out. You got the killer clown, the tree. Yeah. What's crazy is All that happened last shit. night in Hamilton. We yeah. had this crazy storm, and, and there's a few houses that are missing. The Uh-oh. houses are missing. <laughs> They're just gone. Yeah. Um, I, I think it does that nice balance where it kind of has like those really great family moments, some funny moments, but then some really, really terrifying moments. Um, the scene in the, the pool, the, the corpse is popping up. Mm. The scene where the guy's face is like falling off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, to, to me again, it's it's what I, like a lot of these films. What I love, it's that it's. I mean, you look at the fly, you look at Gremlins. It's just those great family moments that hold it all together. Yeah. Zelda Rubin, uh, Rubenstein's oh, uh, Tangina is is so good. This this little woman comes in with a soft little voice, and she's going to save this family somehow and yeah. get their daughter back. I, I love how too they have really no one to go to because like who's going to believe that Ghost yeah. took your child? Um, of course, the scene that you perfectly quoted, I'm not even going to try, is so good about, you know, that they didn't, they didn't, uh, they just they didn't move the corpses. They just buried, uh, they just built on top of them. Uh, all the kids are good too, which like, it, I forgot I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Great job. Oh yeah. It's sad. Like everyone talks about the curse of poltergeist, mm-hmm. but yeah, it is sad. I mean, it didn't happen to part three, but Heather O'Rourke, this yeah. young child who has been you know, so much potential, potential dies. And even Dominique Dunn, who is the older teenager, she died right after this. Her boyfriend, like, strangled her to death oh. on her in front of her house, I believe. Uh, and I think she died in, like, a coma a couple year, days later oh, or something. Um, the, the Jerry Goldsmith score is fucking, again, perfectly blends that the, the family moments with the horror. Um, yeah, I don't know. This film, I, I, I watched it. I knew it was going to make top hundred, but it was like um, when I first put this and I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen this film in a long time. Yeah. It was like it was way back there, and then I watched and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like every, I was just blown away by this movie. I, again, almost a perfect film. I, I don't even know what I would complain about, but every moment worked in it. The special effects still hold up. I love when they get the 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 people to come help them before they contact uh, Tangina, mm-hmm. and again, like they they try to their best, and they're like, "This is even too much for us." Like out of our league, uh, yeah. Just every everything about this film works. Uh, number ten, Poltergeist. Oh, awesome! Uh, we just talked about this movie uh, not too long ago from uh, two thousand five, The Descent. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top top ten for me. Top baby. Have 10. we not had one film that all three of us have on here? Oh. Yeah, yeah, we oh, have top twenties. Right? No, I don't think we have. I don't oh, think we have. Yeah, crazy. The fly? No, not yet. Oh, well, 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 well. <laughs> the fly's the closest we have, right? We've only had two. Uh, uh, anyways, you, yeah. uh and uh, descent, descent. We've got two. No descent. I already yeah, covered exactly. one. Yeah, we've got two. Yeah. No. You're not part of this. No. You're out. Yeah, get out. Me and Adam are doing the podcast now. Too new for me. Now. It's too new. Come on, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's kind of wild so far. Yeah. I think uh, we're going to lose Kyle with yeah, our five. Yeah, 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 I think so. Well, pretty much, yeah, we have to have half the next nine films. Okay. Somebody, what, what was your number nine? The Descent. Oh, that's you know that you, nothing else to say? Well, we, we, we just talked about this. I don't know. <laughs> okay, Adam, number nine. Number nine. Let's get away from this chump. Yeah. From 1955, Diabolique. 
Oh, okay. I want to see this. I haven't had a chance to watch it. I uh, didn't know if it would count it as horror. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Uh, Shocktober, I'm going to watch it then for sure. Uh, yeah, for sure. Horror. Uh, cool. Like, it, it has a lot of Hitchcock thrillery aspects, but mm. it's on the side of... I, th- I I would think this was probably a fairly major um, influence on both Psycho and Vertigo. Like, yeah. um, but, you, but you can feel it. So it's... Uh, Henry George uh, Clouseau is the director, um, and he. he this is uh, spoiler for me. This is my uh, uh, best discovery of two thousand one, and it's. Oh, you just found out about this? Mm, yeah, wow. I watched it in. You just found out about it, and it's number nine. Number nine. Wow. I think I watched it in, in January or well, February. Okay. A lot of pressure on me yeah. not to uh, to really like it. I guess. Um. Yeah, it, it blew it blew me away. I instantly like watched every fucking documentary on it over the next couple months. All like the background on did it. Did they remake this with Sharon Stone in the nineties? Yeah, they did. Lay Dabbly, which that's what it's called, right? That that yeah. version's actually better. Okay, because it's not <laughs> black and white. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. 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 Um, the setting is this provincial boys' school run by this like dictatorial fucking headmaster that's awful and and also his like kind of gentle brutalized wife um if she, and and she's she's like really sick with a heart condition and if she dies the school will belong to him uh and at the same time he's having the the headmaster's having an open an affair with this other woman who he beats in front of like it's not a secret like he's aw- fucking terrible um so they're both trapped by this guy so she has this, this idea. The the oh, she's gonna deliver Clairbone on him. The yeah, the <laughs> mistress like let's kill this guy and get him out of our way. Uh, I don't actually want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, don't spoil oh, yeah, too yeah, much yeah, okay. any more than that. That's a setup. Like you'll get yeah. that in the first few minutes. It's got this great setting with the school. Uh, there's a uh, there's a pool that plays in it too. There's also like great An kid characters well out back or yeah. what. <laughs> um, it's it, this kind of pitch black vision of human nature there, but there is still humor in in the movie as well uh it, it's got just pure exquisite storytelling technique mm. like the story is is brought to this heart palpitating moment um and 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 knowing someone has a heart condition like they're the, like you f- you feel these kind of things these things are stressful that you have to go through um but there's some like truly it's kind of t- terrifying sequences in it. A- again, don't want to talk about it too much. Yeah, highly, I'll, I'll highly that. recommend. All right, yeah. Uh, this if you're saying it counts. I'm watching it. October. It, uh, it's number nine of my. It's, I don't know why this has movies. been like in my. I have like stacks of films I put like out front in my two watch, and this has been there for like two years, and uh, I always choose something else. I don't know why because I've been wanting to see it. So, so you have the criteria. I have the criteria. Yeah, I don't. Blue, I, don't yeah. I don't. I don't. I watch it on the Criterion, Criterion channel. channel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It. It. It kind of. Uh, I was expecting. You know, a good thriller. I'd. I'd heard it referenced in, mm-hmm. in Hitchcock stuff for a bunch of years. Yeah. It's way more than that. it's its own beast. It's so meticulously well done. Cool. Uh, I. Uh, you know. It's number nine on my list. I recommend oh, it, but check it out. Shocktober that is a shock, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. So my number nine from 1982, Creep Show. Oh, awesome! This is my favorite. I love anthologies. Yeah. I, as you've 
if you've listened to these episodes, I've had quite a few. Wait, on this wait, list. wait! You like anthologies? Yeah, get out of here. This is the one for me, though. Trick or Treat's great. Black Sabbath is great, but Creep Show is the one for me. How many? How many anthologies did you get on yours? Five. Uh, we'll talk about it at the end. Yeah. I, I did write them down, but I don't. Oh, have at the it end, on. we yeah. have to wait. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. This is uh, directed by George Romero. Yes, I have this higher than Dawn of the Dead. Uh, written by Stephen King. Great cast. You got uh, Ed Harris in there, Leslie Nielsen again. We just talked about how great he was. Ted Danson, Hal Hallbrook is so good. Adrian Barbeau, oh, yeah. who was so fantastic as that like she annoying, is such horrible a bitch, right? wife. E.G. Marshall. She's the opposite of how she is in the fog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom Atkins even in there for yeah. the prologue, a fun little prologue. Um, all the segments are great. Father's Day is fun. Lonesome Death of Jordy Varro. Um, uh, they're creeping up on you. The big ones for me, though, are something to tide you over with Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. So evil. One of my favorite scores is during this one. It's so this really cool, mm-hmm. just kind of sinister synth score that plays as he fucking buries Ted Danson alive, yeah. and then he watches. He finds out that he did the same what thing to his wife. What a brutal thing, right? Yeah. Like, can you imagine being like Ted Danson and his wife. And you in that can't situation? do anything. You can't yeah. get out, and you're just watching and knowing. Um, and, and just like a really fun, um, what you expect from an anthology yeah. finale. And then the crate, I love. Um, I'm not sure which one I enjoy more. I, I'd have to go back to our top yeah, 50. I think the crate. If might you haven't be, listened to it, our 50th yeah. episode, we went through our top 50 anthology segments. But both of them are awesome. But yeah, Hall Hallberg and Adrian Barbeau in that one, and I forget his friend is great in that one too. Mm-hmm. But you get lo- the the Tom Savini design, Fluffy the monster. Mm-hmm. Um, just so much fun. I, I love all the colors in this film. I love how like the transition to the comic books. And again, it's just like it's over the top and fun and cheesy and. And everyone's chewing the dialogue and having a blast with it. And it's just, it's one of those films, like, again, I've seen this, I don't know how many times, but I, I can put it on. It's it's like yeah. all these films for me. You get me. excited every time it goes on. Yeah, right? they're, they're my comfort food. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know I'm going to put on, I'm going to enjoy myself. So number nine for me is Creepshow. My number eight from uh, 1981. It's about a uh, an American who goes traveling abroad with his buddy, and things don't go quite right because he gets beaten by a fucking werewolf, <laughs> and he nice. goes to London. Yeah. <laughs> American werewolf in London. Mania. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Like it started I, I, to be like, <laughs> yeah, a little. But there's a lot of maniacs coming <laughs> yeah, well, up right now. This is our no. top top one hundred, yeah. right? Like <laughs> even like yeah, fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't know what else I can say about this movie other than like I enjoy the. Uh, it's the first werewolf that's actually on all fours, which I think is kind of cool in a way. It looks great. I like the uh, camaraderie with his buddy and him, like hanging yeah. out in the woods. Yeah, fucking great nightmarish scenes. That's yeah, fucking cool. Yeah. Well, my number eight, um, we talked about a bunch. Um, it might be a maniac. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure. Ma, 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 ma. Is it a maniac? The Fly, David Cronenberg's oh, The Fly from wah, 1986. Wah, wah, wah. Is this the first one on all three of our And it is the first one on all of our top 20. Nice. nice. Uh, we've been talking about this a lot. I don't have a lot to add. Um, I don't have much to add because I, I actually talked about a bunch yeah. of stuff I wanted to talk about. But I, I do believe this might be the best practical effects ever on yeah. screen. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's it's the transformation, but also, you know, the, the fly. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's, yeah. Jeff Goldblum is great, but like, and maybe I haven't seen, maybe he's done other serious roles, but like his performance in this, I think, is like, I don't think he gets enough people talk about it. like it's that's a tough performance and I think he like you never feel like 
you know, he's making it sillier. Like, no, no, like, not it's, at it's, all. But he's perfect. drunk and he's heartbroken. You feel yeah. every moment when he's like drunk and heartbroken. And like, even when he's yeah, yeah as he's slowly t- turning and and then well, yeah. I guess quickly turning and it gets worse and worse. Yeah. Like you see each moment. And it's like he wants to be with her, but at the yeah. same time he knows like he can't be with her, and he's afraid for her, and he's afraid of what he's going to become. And it's it, it's a fantastic performance. Yeah, that's my number eight. My number eight. If two already in this franchise on my top twenty was not enough, here's one more. <laughs> Friday Thirteenth Part Two <laughs> from 1981. Yeah, th- this is the franchise oh, for this me. Is like- your favorite? This is my favorite of them all. Yeah. I, this is the last one. I will say yeah. part four, which is most people's favorites, did not make my top one there just because I thought three was already enough, especially this high. Three in your top, top 20. 20. I love this franchise. Again, I, I watch these films every year. I've I've probably seen these films more than any other film. And unlike Suspiria and stuff like that that like I need to take a break from, I if you said, do you want to watch Friday the 13th part two sure. tonight? Sure. Um, I just never get sick of them. These are my comfort food. I love just I love hanging out with the characters. I love the look of Jason in this movie. With yeah, the bag. this is my favorite with version the bag, of Jason yeah. with the burlap sack. I think it's scarier than the hockey mask, yeah. even though the hockey mask is iconic. Yeah, uh, this is my favorite. Uh, probably my favorite final girl. I yeah, put this Jenny over. Is... Uh, put this over Jamie Lee. Amy mm-hmm. Steele is Jenny. Is just I love her. Like I love how she's kind of like witty and she's she keeps up with the boys. She's yeah. probably ahead of them actually. Yeah, she's the only survived <laughs> but i mean like even just outwitting them and stuff yeah. like she's kind of got that humor to her um it's just it, all the characters are kind of like like one fun i mean you got the the wheelchair death oh, which probably like a brutal man that that's uh, it's tough because he's going on about how like he's gonna get out of this chair he's yeah. not giving up and he's got all these plans and then boom it's over and he's gonna get laid that night on top yep. of it did he get out of the chair though no. <laughs> well, he, I guess when they put him his body yeah, in the maybe, morgue, maybe. They... Um, yeah, I don't know. The, the The final chase in this, I think, is fantastic. Mm. That lasts, it's like 15 minutes or something. It, I think it's so good. I love the shack. I love the... the... Are you talking about the basketball player? Yeah. No, he's talking about that uh, Weezer for... song. Oh, right, Let's right, right, right. get back to the shack or whatever. <laughs> I don't Let's even go know to the shack. Or... Is this <laughs> new Weezer? <laughs> you're thinking about the B-52s, buddy. <laughs> No, that's the love shack. Oh, sorry. I love the, the he goes there every night. The mom's head. I love yeah, the. What a cool I love how idea. he uh, she defeats him with it, the sweater and everything, which it makes yeah. kind of sense because this is this mm-hmm. fucked up kid that is like he's drowned and then he watched his mom yeah. be beheaded. beheaded and it's you know um, even when they take the mask off, he looks great in this too, right? Yeah. And uh, oh, and the, I love the, the not that great from Kyle. Yeah, he, <laughs> Let, yeah. he is not. A... No, but uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, it's like it, no, it's good. Like actually, every version he kind of has a different look in every film, and I think yeah. all of them actually look good. I don't mm-hmm. think I have complaints about any of them. Um, this, I guess, is the most like kind of um, realistic and kind of like Radnicki. I think as it gets more, it gets more and more deformed. Yeah. Uh, this has a great the great uh, campfire tale where they're all around the fire telling the tale, the origin of the Voorhees. Uh, family and the curse of Crystal Lake, which I love. Um, yeah, and I think this is uh, really well directed by uh, Steve Miner. I think there's a lot of. I thought th- for me this was a. I think we talked about it, but yeah. it was a step up. Yeah, yeah. in that regard. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, these are films I can put on. I, I pretty much know them all by heart, um, but I love them. And this again, even though this has you know the kills were butchered uh, at the time, this was like when they started really you know. 
going after down. them, cracking down because these films are so successful. I think you know they they still all work, and uh, yeah, this is my favorite of the nice franchise. Uh, my number seven from uh, 1982. It's the third installment of a franchise that has no reason being in this franchise. Halloween three. Oh, nice. Oh. What yeah. a crazy, interesting story about this uh, crazy, interesting St. Patrick's cult. family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's celebrating Halloween. Like it's it's the movie's fucked up from the get go. Like it doesn't belong in this franchise. Like you starts so like all right, Halloween three. Mike I Myers. do wish it did. Oh yeah, I will say that. I wish this did belong in the. I wish there was well, another it, timeline. It does oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Belong yeah. in the franchise. Well, it's but supposed to, right? It, it's supposed to, but no, it, it's but an it's outlier not. because now no, Halloween. But, it, no, but every every Halloween sequel fucking ignores. Like Halloween Seven ignored everything oh, that came yeah. before. But they're, right, yeah, they're, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. they're all about Michael Myers, it, though. Yeah, Michael yeah. Myers. In there. But again, like you're watching Michael Myers on the TV for like, uh, uh, hey, coming up next on like YKOC. Halloween. Like they should have. Yeah, they yeah. should have did this. Just called it Season of the Witch or something. Yeah. People would have, I think, accepted it more. The movie's fucking amazing. It's such a weird uh, twist and turn of like uh, mystery and intrigue and like brutal things happening to children. And uh, with one of the funnest uh, heroes that's been around in a while, uh, yeah. my boy Atkins. <laughs> yep, the Atkins diet. Get on it, kids. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I I do love that yeah. that was said. <laughs> yeah, that's your number, number seven. seven. My number seven from John Carpenter, <gasps> The Thing from oh, 1982. Awesome. Um, we talked about this a lot. I'm surprised I have this as the High. highest as as the three of you. But hey, whatever. It's the top hundred. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a whirlwind, man. Uh, Where did Maddie have it? Have you talked about it yet? No, it's not on my list. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Okay. So then it's not the highest. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to feel special. You're not that special. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, it's fantastic. It, you've got a great lead, great cast, great ensemble. Uh, I love how no one feels like they can trust each other. I love the location. They're stuck here. It, mm-hmm. it, the cold is is this isolating factor mm-hmm. that plays such a major role, um, and and you've got those practical effects that are just and John Carpenter uh, and Kurt Russell, off. man, like the look at the movies those guys made together, like they're all Escape from L.A., yeah, Escape from New York, <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China. I haven't seen Elvis, but I picked it up and I'm excited to just because it's the two of them together. But like, yeah, like. Those are all, that's a pretty fantastic list yeah. of films. I mean, Big Trouble in Little China is easily top 100 for me. Um, I would, it's actually one of my favorite Carpenter films ever. Oh, yeah? um, I'd probably put it over the thing, which is wow. crazy to some. Yeah. That is kind of crazy. But uh, uh, yeah. So that that movie's going to be pretty high in your top 100 when we yeah, do that I'd in love, three years. Uh, it's, it's one of my, uh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, the other thing I want to say is like he doesn't rush into anything. No. In this movie. What, again, one of the things I love is when uh, Brimley's doing that thing, like, he does some math. Like, oh, give me one second. I'm just going to do some fucking math because I'm Walter Brimley. I don't do math. And he's like, yeah. Hmm. Oh, within like two days, this is going to do that. And he has that like math within like four days. Within five, yeah. it's, the entire world's going to be gone within three weeks. And he's kind of like, we have to stop this. Which you is, have to isolate yeah. this. Yeah. And he knows. So he kind of like just shuts everything down. But like near the end, they like, they think he's crazy. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's it's. But he's the only one who's making sense because everybody else is panicking. Yeah, and but you you do have this like methodical, and I think sometimes Carpenter's not given enough credit for letting things just rest when they need to rest yeah. a lot of the time. And then it kicks into high gear, and there's all this violence. Yeah, and then he'll bring it back down again. Again, these moments of like uh, yeah, the blood test things scene that so... like blood testing is so good. The uh, fibrillation scene, what's that called when they kind of defibrillate somebody? Yeah, that is so fucking great, right? Like even the effects in that, the uh, jump in that, and the dogs, so like good. yeah, so good. Here's a little. Trivia for you guys. We just came from talking off Creep Show. Did you know Adrian Barbeau is in the film? No, the thing. Yeah, or Creep Show. I know she was in Creep Show. In the thing, she's the <laughs> voice, right? Yeah, she's the voice of the oh, computer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, Adrian Barbeau, I love her. She's uh, a couple spots on my list here. Um, <laughs> number seven for me. Another Carpenter movie from 1978, Halloween. Oh, I thought you were going to say Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a fake out. I've seen Elvis, and it's number seven. As much as I love, you know, I, I don't be cruel. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I love the Friday Thirteenth films, I've seen them a billion times. I probably maybe watch them more. I have to admit this: this is the better made film. I mean, this mm-hmm. is just technically on another level. Um, you know, Carpenter early on shows so much talent. Uh, and the, just the way he moves the camera around, the first person view stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I love the, I mean, I guess I love the Friday 13th gave us like the, those, that formula. But I also kind of miss that we'll never get a slasher or Halloween film like this again, where it's like, it's very like it, it moves at its own pace. It's kind of slow paced. And it's not about the kills. It's about building the tension in that, that, mm-hmm. in that expert direction. Um, I, I just don't know. Like, I mean, looking at Halloween and Halloween kills, it seems like it's going to be the opposite where it's going to be like 20 people get killed or something. Yeah. They're upping the kill count. I just wish the score was good. Right? In this movie? And yeah. In <laughs> the original? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I did, it is a problem, I guess. The, the score isn't as good as, you know. <laughs> Um, the Friday Thirteenth one, but uh, no, everyone of course hears a score. You can't think of Halloween and not like the Halloween holiday. Not like think I of the put score. this out my window on Halloween to try to get the three children that will come to my street. Are they wearing like a pumpkin, a witch, and like a skull mask? Yeah, <laughs> like Halloween three. Well, you should hand out the candy from your house instead yeah. of the white van. Yeah, the that's hey, the bit. white the, the alley is a good place to hand out candy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean. What do you say about this film? Everyone knows that yeah. uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Nancy Loomis, and uh, PJ Souls are all great. I-, I love, you know, see anything you like. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, PJ Souls is fucking the most interesting of of the three. I hundred percent. I would have been fine if she survived. PJ Souls is. It's almost a crime that she's not. She didn't have a huge career. Yeah. yeah. Stripes. Because she's rock and roll high school. Yeah. Like that. Because she's mm. she's the lead in that as well, right? Mm. Like, um, anyways, incredible. And she's for me, like you said, the most interesting character in this whole whole movie. And th- this is a film. Don't play. myself as well. Yeah, he, he chooses the scenery <laughs> yeah. in this one. But uh, the other thing, I would have loved to seen this film like back then in the theater. This and Exorcist would have been great films because yeah. again, they're so ahead of their time. And, like 
there are some scary moments. We kind of forget because it's kind of lost a bit of that with the, the mm. numerous sequels. And even the ending is great. And but the, then they kind of, you know, you know he comes back with a thousand sequels. The weird thing is he's so something human about seeing this, this film. Too. Yeah. Like he gets like a needle, uh sewing needle in the eye. Like, and he, well, he gets some ass taken off. Yeah. yeah. And you see where's yeah, after that they kind of set up that he's like I mean, mm. he's the shape in this too, but again, he yeah, is someone he's, underneath. He's it. fallible. Wait. Um and uh, the only other thing, uh, the only thing that I wish there was more of is Halloween decorations. Thinking of trick or treat. Yeah. This film doesn't have enough cautions, enough pumpkins. I would have liked to have seen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think what, it was like a budget thing. And I don't know if Halloween was yeah. as big back then. Yeah, I think that's p- part of it as well. Like Halloween was a the thing, but not like. The, the, Christmas number two. It, yeah, it wasn't. The, the 80s, I think, yeah. is the explosion yeah. of Halloween. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just the other thing that, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of other films when I think of like Halloween, the holiday, then I do this one because of that. But uh, and it doesn't hurt either. I hope either that he shot this, I think, in the summer and had to put all the fake leaves. Yeah, put the fake, and you can tell. I mean, they've tried with different versions to color correct and try to make it more fall, but it doesn't quite have that fall feeling that I wish it did. But again, you can't. Those are budget limitation things. It's funny, like in the the daytime, I notice that, but in the nighttime, I don't. Yeah. it actually, because yeah. now you're there's leaves on the ground and yeah. Well, well that, that's that's actually yeah. you just brought another point up that none of us have really mentioned. The like a lot of the horror is set during the daytime. Yeah. He's stalking oh, yeah. her. He's behind the bushes. She sees him in the school. What other horror film or slasher film can you think of that has that during the day? Clear like, shots, like daytime yeah. shots of like terrifying every other monster. film, like ones that doesn't start. The scares yeah. don't start till it's night, and that's mm. when the kills start. Like this thing, he's. There's a lot of moments throughout in the day, and I think that's kind of cool. There's not too many that, uh, you know, are that frightening during the day. So number seven, Halloween. My number six from 1992, Candyman. Oh, there it is. Say there his name go. five times in the mirror, baby. Like, what a cool uh, premise Like that's uh, been talked about before like say someone's name I dare you right mirror. now Matt he's still saying five times I, no we mic. don't have any we don't have any mirrors I've watched the movie I still <laughs> wouldn't do it like the uh, risk reward is not there for me <laughs> you know what I'm saying and like there's something terrifying about the actual Cayman himself the actual uh, mythos of it but the effect is taking place in like Caprini Greens when it was kind of like the uh, yeah. ghetto oh, like, yeah. terrifying as well it actually was like the Candyman guy who's breaking into people's houses and, that's like, why I wonder how the, the sequel oh they how well it's gonna it. work it's, yeah it, i i, I kind of dug it kind of talks about the uh, gentrification of Caprini but i mean without Brains. that like to me that was almost scarier yeah. than Candyman himself I get, this i don't want to talk about the sequel we'll, we'll talk about oh, the yeah, sequel yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In another week but yeah. yeah this movie there's this one scene that haunts me to this day whereas it's a kid telling um i was her face uh helen the story of like the kid he's a bit slow he, he goes to the washroom in the middle of a park and he says Candyman five oh, times yeah. in this like park ghetto bathroom and i guess uh things happen and uh he's just screaming for his mom and he gets his um dick cut off like oh like what so that's weird because i actually say it five times when i'm trying to go pee and yeah, it helps yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. when there's I'm people you know go, when there's like yeah. someone right next to you yeah, yeah. and you, you kind of can't do it yeah i watched this movie probably when i was like 10 when it first came out and that scene still like every time i see it like haunts me to this day like do you just grab your dick and make sure i yeah, still got still it it's cool we're cool yeah even the kid oh. that he's like screaming out for his mom as he's like bleeding out in the like public bathroom just oh it grinds me in a i don't know what it is but anyways <laughs> i think it's a fact that the kid got his dick cut yeah, off yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i know it what it is be, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh adam yeah. number six my number six from 1975, Steven Spielbergo's 
Jaws's. My number five. <laughs> Weird, uh, yeah. Uh, no, this is Jaws's from Spielberg. Oh, okay, okay. Um, what, was the shark wearing a little sombrero? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a Jesus character. It's, okay. it's made quite soon afterwards. Uh, see, no, this yeah, is the one with uh, Roy Schneider, Richard Dreyfuss, and Robert Shaw, of course. Oh, mine was actually Jaws of Did you say Roy Schneider? Roy, Roy Scheider. Scheider. Yeah. Jesus, that could have been a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> the Adam Sandler remake. <laughs> With Rob Schneider. Adam Sandler's going to play the, the shark. And... You're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's my Rob Schneider character. <laughs> uh, I could see that movie, though. Yeah, yeah right? Well, he, he usually plays like a foreign racist character in the you, movie. You, you, you all know who I am and what, what, what I do. <laughs> That's why Adam Sandler. <laughs> Eating the people in the beach. Uh, so, yeah, this was a this is one that I grew up with watching pretty well every summer. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and uh, you know, it... It actually made you afraid of going in the water. It is yeah. crazy. Even like uh, right now, if I swim in a lake, I still oh, get yeah. terrified of swimming in. I like go a in the lake. beach. I still think of sharks yeah. because of this movie. It's, it's stupid, but yeah, it's so terrifying. Like that one scene with the Kittner kid, just getting it. Like, oh, oh yeah. I I'll also say like I would watch a movie just with the three main actors. I was thinking about that. You would, right? The camaraderie between the three. And I love that Like they're completely three completely different people. Oh, yeah. But they're on this mission to stop this force of evil, and it's like, yeah, they they get the the scene with them comparing scars, and then it's so good. And then, of course, the USS Indianapolis speech, which is one of the greatest. I'm doing top ten speeches of all time in film. That's up there. That, for me, for me, that that sequence where you go with them as they're getting fucking wrecked. Yeah, every single character in this movie is lived in. Like Robert Shaw is drunk. Show yeah. me the way to go. Yeah. Hum, boom, 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 boom. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. I was even thinking about the uh, the um, uh, uh, Brody character when he's like sitting in that thing and he's like has his face and hands on his face, then he folds it on his arm, and his kids doing yeah. the exact same thing. Mm. Like again, Spielberg is the. He is the touching what family a moment sweet guy. Like, moment that, that it takes place yeah. in a movie about like a killer shark. Like it has no. I love the scene there, where um, uh, Shaw crunches the can with yeah. his hand, and he's got his little styrofoam yeah, cup. He, yeah. <laughs> kind of like crunches, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> um, I, "I, yeah, like I, uh, that's you're talking about it. Like why this movie is above." Yeah. You know why? Why I don't have nature got amok on my list most of the time, or or yeah. it, it's all of these details. All the yeah. things can be fun, like and and the sharks. Sharks. Well, I is think great. most. Yeah. I think this is one of the few nature got amok that is like a serious film. I think yeah. most nature got amok are kind of like silly and goofy ripoffs. And the bird is the, the birds is the only yeah, other one. Yeah, I, I guess would, so. I I, w- I would say probably, yeah. which was clearly an influence on on this movie in, in yeah. some ways, but. You do have like this, you, all the Spielberg touches you're going to get to know uh, as he as he goes along. Perfected, he's it's it's mm. it's there. It's it's ready, but you 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 definitely have these characters that you can base your experience off of. Um, and we everyone knows the story of how you know the shark was supposed to be in it more, but it wasn't working, and, and that uh, worked perfectly. Yeah, Every time yeah. you, you yeah. see yeah. the shark, it's terrifying. Yeah. Like, 
the the where he's feeding the meat, and it's kind of like it pops up, and one of the again one of the best jumps. Yeah. That'd be another fun episode, best jump scares. Oh yeah, because that has one of the greatest jump scares yeah. when he's like in the. Oh uh, yeah, well, yeah. I would say that the yeah the one the shark pops up in yeah under under yeah. the water with the. I think the underwater works like because you forget about every time you watch this movie, it always yeah. gets you. And, and just like the general, uh, I I don't know, like some of the best shark stuff is when yeah. you can't actually really see yeah. the shark. No, um, like. I love when they're just putting the I don't know chum in the water. Yeah, the chum or or the uh, they're attaching the buoys or yeah. whatever to to, to it yeah. uh, to see where it's it's gonna go. Um, that adds a level of attention. Mm-hmm. My number six. Yeah, cool. Uh, my number six. Shame on Maddie. Death by Stereo. The Lost Boys from nineteen eighty seven. Joel Schumacher, man. They, what a fucking great film this guy made. He never touched this film. I mean, no, never. Never. Some other close. interesting films, yeah, but this is by far. How do you, I'm still baffled, Matty, because you, this is like your, this should be a Matty yeah, movie. It's I, so fun. It just didn't hit me. In Have you way. watched it recently? It's probably been about six, seven oh, years. Oh, I watched it this October. Yeah, maybe you're going to regret it. It's a great like October. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I recently watched it. I just it. remember it being a bit too uh, stylistic, but no, again, I, again I, I like this movie a lot, but. I watched it recently it again. Wasn't me. like I knew it was gonna be on my list. This is another one that just fucking flew. This up screams that list. like Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Again, this it's just so much fun. It's like I mentioned before. Every character is awesome. Um, it, it's just a blast. Uh, even the scene where the the they think the guy's a vampire. The the mother's yeah. um, boyfriend. Boyfriend, and they're trying all the tests on him. Yeah. They like down or no? She thinks it's uh, he thinks it's um, cheese and it's garlic. Yeah. And they're like, ah, see you. That's hurting you, isn't it? It's like, no, I like garlic. Just this is a lot of garlic, and they're doing all these tests and throwing water on him. And there's just so many great moments. I think there's some kind of scary moments too. I think some of the vampire attacks are kind of like scary the way they're done. Um, even right from the opening, where it's like from the point of view of the vampire flying down yeah. and grabbing the person. Um, yeah, the grandpa we talked about was great. I love all the scenes in the comic book shop. Um, the vampire lair we didn't mention, but that's so cool. Where it's like this underground, like They're I guess abandoned like hotel the, uh, or something, and what, it like the train tracks. Yeah, well, it's like a, it's under a cliff or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah, I the the finale. It's I mean, Fernando Don, which made my list. That kind of got stuff copied this film where like they have the the squirt guns right. with the holy water and and the bow and arrow and all that kind of stuff um yeah i don't know this is this is a movie that is yeah th- this is totally me it's it's a blast from beginning to end it's it's it just all the the humor works the characters are, are so likable and fun and and the vampires are awesome and the effect yeah again i i can't find any faults in this movie number six the lost boys all right uh my number five was jaws right so my number five is from 1991, The Silence of the Lambs. Sweet. Um, so this appeared on anybody's list? Yes, mine. Yours, right, I thought. Uh, so not this a- again, again I, I think this film is fucking incredible, but it's I, I just can't say a, it's my favorite because yeah. it's not a movie I it's funny, watch a lot. So y- y- you talked about that on, on, on that episode, and I thought about trying to get this when uh, from the video store and it was always fucking out it was always 
not well, available. I guess it's only one, like it's only a few horror movies have won like crazy amounts of Oscars, and this is one. That's that true. Yeah, won, like, like it won like five like a, or six yeah. Oscars, and uh, well, that's why people try to say it's not a horror film because they yeah. don't want to believe that a horror film could win Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely and, is. And, but I, I remember I'd go there and I'd look for this all the time and it would be gone. And mm-hmm. But I had an anticipation. I still did. Like, I just watched this earlier this year. I could watch it in Shocktober and I'd be excited about it. Yeah. Like, it, it actually... It like holds up. It holds up and there's just something about it that is still like... It's not a slog at all to get through. No. Um, you've got this... Grimy cinematography, uh, like Howard Shore, who you mentioned before, mm-hmm. has a great. Um, it's it's like a constant score, but not overbearing. You couldn't whistle it if no. you asked me to. But it, it's there, and it, it really does uh, elevate all the scenes. Mm-hmm. It has the fucking great Tom per- uh, Petty moment yeah. uh, with American Girl that. Is, is is incredible. Um, which which one's that? Is that brown? Brown? Is that where he's dancing in the? No, this is oh, okay. uh, when when uh, driving in the car. Uh, anyways, yeah, American Girl <laughs> uh, is is really yeah. Well used. Ted Levine as well is like Buffalo Bill. So fucking yeah. Right? Ted Levine is as good as Foster and Hopkins mm-hmm. in this. Yeah, uh, and I like especially Hopkins. Ted yeah. Levine deserves so much. I was thinking about this. Why doesn't he get credit. this? I don't know. I think it's just like it's not. He's not as well known at the time. It's yeah. not quite as showy, even though it's still pretty yeah. fucking well, showy. Quite, would I would. Uh, the, the dog is probably the most oh, yeah. underrated <laughs> character. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Are you gonna like Hannibal lecture us about like the? Uh, <laughs> I just want to say Hannibal lecture us. So that's the other reason. I, <laughs> I just got so like pumped up that I I yeah. poured. Beer all over my nice. uh, f- uh, face. It rubs the uh, beer on it, his skin. Yeah. Just dump it all yeah. down your head now. Uh, you know why? Like when those those baseball players or basketball, whoever they are, when they're pouring the champagne, like and their their eyes are burning. And yeah, that's you're sub, you're celebrating our 100th episode by pouring beer on yourself. Yeah, it was just one of those things. <laughs> well, you're supposed to pour it on Maddie, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you yeah, go yeah. Pour it down, Maddie. Um, and, and but uh, I I probably discounted Foster. She's. Yeah, ridiculously she's ridiculously good in this. Yeah. Um, your, who's uh, the uh, FBI? Uh, Scott Glenn? No, the FBI. Um, like the the uh, douche guy that's no. running the um, no no prison? is it Fincher or uh, Lynch? Lynch is the uh, FBI. Oh, the the guy that yeah is like the head. He's the older guy. Yeah, that, yeah. Who's the uh, the cameo by the famous director? I forget who it is. I don't remember now. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Anyway, yeah, but yeah. you've got like even Anthony uh, Held, who does the mm-hmm. the doctor of the asylum that's looking after uh, 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 Hannibal Lecter is is great. Like you've got a lot of great yeah. um, side characters in this. Again, it's it's another one of those films that like it's it you can't find a fault with that movie. I, I don't know. It's really difficult uh, for for me, and and you've got this. You know, woman entering a man's world. Well, a deranged mm-hmm. I, I man skins yeah. woman tried, and and she's trying to exist, and uh, it, it's just an unsettling movie. Mm-hmm. See, I, I will say I would have given that an eight, but I don't. I haven't given it an eight on the show, so I don't know if it quite counts. No, it doesn't count. Nope. So I'll have to talk about it at some you point. To, you, yeah, yeah I'll have, have to watch, watch it again. again. Yeah, but it, it's a great movie. So, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is. 
I was going to say, okay, it's not that. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was going to say something. I was going to say what it, this film, I know what film it is, but I was going to make a statement about this film, but that's not true. Uh, for 1974, the Bob Clark classic, Black Christmas. Oh, wow. Crazy. Yes, it's high, I, right? I, I nice. have this uh, above Halloween. I'm a slasher guy. Yeah. Halloween, well, Friday the 13th are my favorite series. Halloween is great, better than those from a, a technical, artistic way. Black Christmas to me is it has yeah. become my favorite slasher over the years. Just edging out Halloween, uh, I just think it's it's the like Halloween. I just think maybe it's all the sequels that have hurt it a little bit. This film, we I mean, we've had some shitty remakes. No, but I guess like we've never a had a sequel. Single film. The way this film ends, it's we're not getting a sequel to yeah. find out where's Halloween. You know that perfect ending. They kind of ruin it with the sequels. This one doesn't. I think this film is scarier because of that. I think it's. I think the the phone calls are frightening. Mm. I think just the fact that it's a killer hiding in the house. I think all the kills are, are kind of disturbing and scary. And and again, they they never feel like they're going for that slasher kill. It's like in a maniac sort of maniac. way. Yeah. <laughs> now we already, if you had listened to our previous yeah. episode, yeah. Um, number eighty something. Yeah. Uh, I think I was twenty. Number something? episode twenty. No, 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 no. no. I. Yeah. yeah, you were 20. Yeah. I, I was further back than that, yeah. but um, we'd already probably yeah. made yeah, this maniac. This might be our first maniac. It's like, on, on, oh, sorry, on yeah. the show, yeah. On yeah. the show, we yeah, actually yeah. I think we might have talked about it. Um, yeah. yeah, we did talk about it back in our, our Christmas episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, the cast, Elizabeth Hussey, uh, Margaret Kidder, Andrew Who's Martin. Un- yeah. Oh, fucking unbelievable, yeah. yeah, yeah. But and John she, Saxon, she, she like, yeah, she's above, yeah, and yeah. and yeah, she's so good. And this as the the drunk, um, that you know, even it sounds like she comes from a rich family, but it sounds like she's from a family that there's no love and it's all about money. Bit, uh, yeah. it, it sounds like it's, it's a family that like I'm not going to visit you on Christmas, but here's some money and yeah. go do some with your fun. friends, kind of thing. Um, yeah, just. I, uh, there's a lot of like great tension scenes. I love like the fact that this is the old school way to trace a call, and they have to chase through. Oh yeah, the so rooms good. to get it. And I've talked about it before, but I love the the juxtaposition of the the horror and the Christmas music. The fact that you know you have these these people out front, townspeople singing Christmas choirs as some shit's going as down. As someone is getting stabbed to death with like this crystal statue spike thing, whatever it is. Um, yeah, I don't know this, this film, this film, like it gets to me and I, I know it's a slasher film, so it's weird to say it's scary, but I think it kind of is. If you watch this in the, in the dark by yourself, I think it, yeah. it's kind of, it's the scariest of the slashers yeah, for me again, spooky. cause Halloween is, you know, it has that music and it, it, it just, yeah. it's fun. And Friday the 13th, obviously and a lot of the other slash films, this one, I think again, it just feels like if there's a killer doing like a serial killer in life, I don't know, this feels the most kind of like a real realistic slasher yeah. film to me but still has kind of that slasher slasher moments if that I just makes wish sense. the guy wasn't so sweet when he was on the phone hey yeah. uh, if you don't mind uh, <laughs> would you mind if I uh, you know lick, 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 lick your pussy would that be okay like, <laughs> <laughs> he's saying the most disgusting things ever like <laughs> until you listen to this podcast yeah. <laughs> uh, my number four from a 1980 The Fog Oh um, yeah. yeah, as you guys talked about this, I have. <laughs> have you talked about this yet? Or? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We talked about this like I guess three, four weeks ago. This movie's fucking amazing. It has the atmosphere of the fog rolling in with these pirate ghosts, like in this small coastal town, with their radio host being the only one who's seeing what's going on. Fucking 
fantastic. Great effects, great monsters. Chills you to the bone. Everyone should go listen to our episode yeah. on the fog. Yeah. To get more information. And I, I'm going to check those numbers. If they haven't went up, I'm going to be Ooh. an angry man. <laughs> an angry man, did you say? <laughs> All right, my number four from 1977, Suspiria. Suspiria. That's my number three. <laughs> uh, I'm shocked M- 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 Mania. that Kyle... This is a ma- up. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Uh, so that's two? Because in the in your old days, I believe this was higher. higher. Yeah, yeah. It's again, it, it's it's lost a bit on air. It's probably because I watched it so much and just some of those cheesy Italian. Listen, kind of is not the time to uh, put this movie under the bus. This is a time to praise this. Movie. Yeah, because it's, it's fucking awesome. amazing. So it's still yeah. Is this the yeah? Is this the first film to make or second film to make? Second part twenty. Okay, yeah. this is the uh, the fly was the f- yeah. the first one, right? Okay. Um. Cool. The acting, the characters, the lights, the colors, the murders, the mystery, the monsters make this movie so fucking cool. The score is incredible. Is why you watch like everything about this movie. I think is perfect. Like yeah, like I wouldn't uh, change a single for thing me. About this those. was one of those movies where I saw. Oh, I don't know. Close to maybe 15 years ago. Yeah, when DVD first came out, I think I bought you or Steve. Maybe I bought both of you guys. Like, oh, you guys got to watch this movie. It's fucking amazing. It it was definitely you. It was, Mm. you said, you should watch this. Yeah. It's amazing. I I had that copy. Yeah, Uh, like, the only thing more terrifying than the first 27 minutes is the remaining five. Yeah. (laughs) I remember at a a keg party back Mm. in the day, we used to do keg parties. We put this on the end of the night. And everyone kind of stopped. We were all dancing and partying. And then everyone, like, we we'd always have something in the background. Yeah. And we had this in the background. And everyone kind of stopped and just watched. What, and was like, what, what is this? Stunned yeah. by it's it. It's weirdly yeah. a great party movie. Yeah. yeah. And it shouldn't be because it's, it's not slow per se, but you have to pay attention because uh, there's a mystery that. But there. Even if you watch it without the mystery, it's still fucking interesting yeah, as hell. That's what happens, right? Like yeah. people just start going, that was crazy. Yeah. Or, or that looks really interesting. Why scroll in a pit of barbed wire? That makes yeah. no sense. So you're kind of like curious. And guess what? Yeah. It doesn't make sense yeah. in the movie yeah. either. Yeah. And who cares? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I and but uh, the difference for me in this and in some other Italian uh, giallos or, or or Argento movies is you basically have this great mystery with really good center performance uh, from Jessica Harper, which kind of separates it. A lot of times you don't have that. You have people that are like. They're kind of goofy in a way, but I yeah. like them still. She's really good in this. I do wish she had a thick mustache. Like, <laughs> you got it. She looked like Tom Atkins. You got it out of every hero from the Jalo films or Tom Atkins. Yeah, world, but, if, uh, on the Atkins diet. Yeah, but and and, and the end actually is it, super it spooky and creepy. It up. And, like, and this movie's yeah. fantastic. The last five minutes. You have no idea where this is going. It kind of levels up like another level. It's like, it fucking intense. It yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if I mentioned, I, I didn't talk about when I talked about Spirit, but this is a film that got me into the Italian horror. Yeah. Like, again, back in the, the days, I ordered from this American company called Deep, Deep Discount. I was getting all these movies for like six, yeah, seven dollars. Um, See, so for a hundred dollars, you would get a big box of like 20 films yeah. or whatever. Um, And yeah, this is the one I, I put on. Then from that point on, it was like, 
it just led me down that path. Yeah. Argento and Fucci and Bava and yeah. all that. Um, yeah, it, it, this stuff. And it, again, it's still my favorite of the Italian horror. Okay. What's, okay. What's your number four? My number four. Do, 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 oh, you got Halloween three. Uh, Halloween three, season of which for nineteen eighty two. How can I talk about this movie and not bring up that like jingle? Yeah, <laughs> uh, another Tom Atkins diet yeah. for me. Uh, yeah, this film, um, I love it. I do enjoy it more than the uh, original Carpenter classic. Now, um, again, maybe it's just because slashers yeah. are a dime a dozen, and that franchise kept them going on, but nothing is like this film. This is kind of like a Twilight Zone with like more mm-hmm. violence. Uh, yeah, Tom Atkins, a lot of fun. I love, of course, the famous scene, where do you want to sleep, Dr. Chellis? That's a dumb question. <laughs> um, he's just like, he's the lead, but he's not. He's ditching his wife and kids, ditching his kids, sorry, on Halloween yeah. to go take this woman they just met so he can go help her find out what happened to her father just because she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a chance he might get with her. Um, but yeah, it's just this interesting mystery. You don't know what's going on. And right to the end, it's like, even when you, you kind of see that these people are killing these people but like you're like what is up with them they're all black like why there's some weird moments that seem kind of cheesy but then it makes sense no it's not cheesy it makes sense why they're acting that way um the another dean cundy cinematography film uh score by carpenter and howarth is one of my favorite horror scores of all time um i might even enjoy it more than the the original halloween score Mm. uh the silver shamrock is so fucking catchy (laughs) even though it's also so irritating because oh, they yeah. play it I every five minutes, movie. but it's, it's like, great. Yeah, um, and it, it's such a dark film when you really think about this. Connell Cochran guy's plan is to kill every child on Halloween. Like, what the spoilers? Fuck? But well, yeah, <laughs> um, like that's 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 pretty fucked up when you really yeah. like. How do you get more evil than that? Who yeah. who's more of an evil villain than this guy? It's not. He's not trying to kill everyone. Just nope, the kids. Just the children. Um, by melting their faces and having Turning insects the eat bugs. them alive <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, and, and I agree, like, and I wish. Talk about great endings. Yeah, the like, ending is great. This actually might be one of the ones you're like, oh my God, your heart's pounding yeah. by the end of this. Yeah. I, I agree. Like, I wish we got Carpenter producing one of these every year and just a different horror, an yeah. anthology movie set on Halloween. Um, but it was not to be because people needed more Myers. Um, no, we, wasn't Wayne's World 1 and 2 enough, guys? Yeah, like, come on. on. <laughs> they had to wait 10 years for that, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, th- this film, uh, I, d- I don't know why, because, yes, it's not, maybe not necessarily a great film, but I just, like, I and I was one of those guys that, like, oh, Myers isn't in this? Like, Bullshit. I'm going to fuck this film. But it's just, it's grown and grown, and, and, and now I just, it, I can watch this every year, and it's just, it's a classic for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'd seen it for the first time uh, last year, and I liked it, but I didn't love it. And But I'm I'm also probably going to watch it again fairly soon. You're right? <laughs> so there's something there. There is some stickiness I, to I it. I think as you watch it again, you'll be like, wow, it's actually fucking great. Like I think you'll probably, like, grow. And those three it'll, masks it'll are great. On, I love the montage, too, where mm. you're getting... Um, you know, all the stuff going on Halloween, the great score. Yeah. And you're seeing the kids in the silhouette of like the dusk. Oh, is, that, um, is the, it dusk uh, or dawn? Dusk. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, all, all that is great. Which it, one is so it? Because cool. okay. if we fuck this up, the yeah, whole yeah. thing's done. A hundred episodes down the drain. <laughs> is it Don the Dead or from Dust Till Dawn? It's from Dust Till Dead. Dust Till Dead. This is the, the other uh, name of this movie. And, and actually, even 
the, the whole Connell Cochran speech too is yeah, like fucking, a fantastic yeah. little speech scene there. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, my number three was Suspiria. So that was, so that was your number three was Suspiria. Mama maniac. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was, it is a maniac, a previous maniac when we didn't have the maniac, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, my number three from 1979, which I am thinking we can't call a maniac, which is fucking insane. Oh, Ridley Scott alien. (laughs) Oh, you don't have this on your top hundred? No. (laughs) <laughs> I, I've, I've, again, I feel bad leaving it like a 31, I think, on mine. I like these movies. I've never mm. loved the franchise. I Ooh. never um, had the connection to it. I actually would... I'm a Predator guy more than an alien guy Ooh. myself. Well... Not me. Uh, you want to start a own podcast? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I had actually... Uh, this is one that I've seen... Almost more than anything on the on this mm. list, uh, but I, I rewatched it actually this week just to be kind of aware Fair. of what was going on. And man, these sequences still get my fucking heart pounding. Yeah. Um, Ridley Scott, I think, said that it's like two thousand one plus Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, so you have the like formal majesty of two thousand one plus the fucking terror of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. I, I, that actually makes 100% sense like that it does yeah. like he achieved that fucking thing in yeah. space like that's craziness to me um I, I love the cast I, I I I I love how it unfolds um I I, I don't know what to say about this movie it's yeah. just like it 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 almost started a genre on unto itself yeah um and you've got like you forget Scotty Weaver had done basically nothing. She's in Annie Hall for two seconds. Yeah. Like, this is pre-Ghostbusters, pre-everything. Everything. Yeah. She's done nothing. You look at her mm. filmography, she's done nothing at this point. She's so self-assured um, in the role right from the beginning. There's a million things we could talk about. I'd love to Yeah, I'd love to do, like, I watch Alien from one... I watched one end. to three actually this year. I kind of I, yeah. I just watched watch one and four. two for yeah. the show again. Like they would have both been maniacs if I talked about the rating on the yeah. show. Like I I like can't the, do it. It's not my no yeah. not yeah. wrong no. show. Well, what what, what we've been watching maybe. I'm yeah. fine with not giving them making them a maniac. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, so that's my number three. Yeah. Um, there's two scenes that really get me is when you can see the alien, like when like a uh, Harry Dean Stanton is walking. Oh my! So yeah, like Harry Dean Stanton is there, and you've got the scene where he's in the scene with like these chains, like almost like a Hellraiser. They're just dangling. Yeah, it's almost like a and it's like dripping some sort of hanger or something they're in. Yeah. But like, isn't the mo- so he's just lifting his face up yeah, to so the sky, and the, the uh, water drip. is dripping on his face, and he's just and take- you can see the fucking uh, xenomorph just hanging there, but like nothing's happening, like. Is is that the boom? Terrifying. Yeah, like that. So that scene where you're waiting, he's just getting the water dripped on his face, and I, I'm more tense than that. And nothing happens. Yeah. And then he goes off, and he sees the fucking cat, and then something yeah. like that buildup is one of the yeah. ultimate sequences. Harry Dean Stanton is yeah. fucking yeah, yeah, I, I incredible in this. I, I but I love everybody in this movie. Yeah. Uh, Veronica Cartwright, which ha- she's up there in terms, of, she's yeah. got three appearances on my list. Oh. Invasion. What was the other one? The birds. Oh, okay. oh. Hmm. She's uh, the birds. She's the kid. 
Oh, wow. Oh, wow. She's having the birthday party. <laughs> huh. Well, um, I learned something new today. Uh, so, yeah, th- there's a million of these things. I, yeah. uh, Do you, you want me to really yeah. blow your mind? This wouldn't even make my top three Ridley Scott films. Holy moly. Gladiators above it? No. <laughs> well, you like Kingdom of Heaven. You're Kingdom of Heaven. Kingdom guy, of Heaven, director's cut only, yeah. of course. Yeah, well. Um, Blade Runner is my uh, favorite Blade, Ridley Scott Finner. Yeah, film. that that like... Uh, yeah. I, I, and I actually love <laughs> Black Rain with Michael Douglas. Oh, wow. That's top totally three. Underrated. Oh, I, I love... Black Rain. That's, that's more like it's underground. Like there's a flood and like a. No, it's uh no. That's Hard Rain. Hard uh, Rain. This is like where he goes to. Is it Japan? And it's like the Japanese. It's the Yusa, um Yakuza, I believe. Oh, not Black. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, I don't it's got um, uh, Andy Garcia. Yeah. Um, and um, what's uh, Spielberg's ex-wife from? Temple of the Doom. Kate um, Capshaw. Kate Capshaw. Well, I'll have to um, watch that it's movie. A, it's a film that you're going <laughs> to watch and be like, what is this, 80s? Yeah, yeah. It's totally 80s crime action. It kind of has actually a neo-noir. Like it's probably Angel an, Heart? I, um, different than that. It's Like Ridley Scott, it's a beautiful looking film. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. it is. That's a film like I've loved since a, a, as a child. I remember I got on DVD, didn't love as much, Rewatched it again on Blu-ray like, in the past year or two, and I was like, "Holy fuck, I love this movie." <laughs> not for everyone, but uh, it's okay. Uh, I'll, I'll have to- okay, let's get back on track, <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah. Because it's not about but let's watch top Cochran. 100 oh, really films. <laughs> really, Scott. <laughs> what is your number three? Number three for 1984, Ghostbusters. Oh wow, yeah. Um, wow, I, I like. Yeah. Forgot that you hadn't had an ali- That's a maniac, folks. That's yeah, a maniac. Did you have everyone had one? Yep. Oh, okay. I didn't know you had one on yours. I had mine high up, like 61, because it was like. Yeah, like both of us yeah. were, I think, con- conflicted about the horror as- yeah. aspect. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely. I mean, there's there's a lot of scary oh, moments. Yeah, of the ghost in the library, the arms coming out of the couch, yeah. the refrigerator scene. There's, there's a lot of I mean, you got zombie cab driver, hellhounds. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is just a, it's almost again another almost perfect movie. The way all those guys play off each other. I don't know if Bill Murray's ever been funnier, maybe in Groundhog Day, but uh, I, I don't know. He's got a lot of great quotable yeah, dialogue one-liners. in this movie. And Harold Ramis as Egon is so perfect. Dan Aykroyd. And then you have uh, Ernie Hudson, who's kind of the straight man, but he even has like moments like the scene yeah. where him and Dan Aykroyd are talking about religion is like same perfect. With the, same with Annie Potts. Yeah, Annie Potts yeah, is great. Is Rick so Moranis. It's yeah, just, even the insular characters are so fucking good in this. Like, and yeah. I think just like the whole idea behind it's so creative and so amazing like ghosts we've seen a billion well what if we fucking have proton packs that catch these yeah. ghosts and I, I don't know it's just so fun the stay puff marshmallow what a great like yeah silly but amazing yeah. uh finale yeah it's just um yeah i don't know i did fucking ever and seen ghostbusters a billion yeah times. like we did my top hundred this would be in there. Yeah, Ghostbusters. I actually yeah. love Ghostbusters too, and I thought of even putting that in my top yeah. 100 because even though that has as issues, as a kid, I still I liked it. Ghostbusters two more I, one because I saw it more. Yeah, that makes. I sense. I think it's almost. I I rewatched it for. It's, I yeah. rewatched. Not it as good, but it's still good. I think it's almost. It's equally as like I think Bill Murray is equally as funny in that one. I don't know. He's got so many great. So lines some in of that the too. Bill Murray scenes where he's getting to riff are amazing, but they almost have nothing to. Do with it like yeah, that, that. Like it, it feels like a, it, it still feels like a cash grab in a lot of ways. 
for me. Well, uh, but, I don't know. It, it has it has again. That, that, it did that make it, slime yeah. and all the stuff is great. Yeah. And the the Titanic the and Carpathia. It has actually yeah. It has probably equally as many scary moments. Yeah. The the fur, the woman's fur jacket coming alive. Oh, even and, like the uh, oh yeah, that's a great one. On the uh, what's it called? The uh, pram. Oh, from the sky. Well, I was so thinking of the good. underground uh, where Ernie Hudson's on the railroad. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The heads on stakes, which too. is that that is like too fucking dark for wait, the franchise. Wait, 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 wait. So is <laughs> Ghostbusters two a better horror movie than Ghostbusters one? <laughs> I, it, it's cool. Well, I think it has more yeah. horror yeah. elements. I think the problem that part two that gets that hurts is the Statue of Liberty shit. Yeah, that's whatever. But um, yeah. yeah. Anyways, they're both great films. My number Maddie, two. Number two. Uh, Return of the Living Dead. I don't nice. even know what this from. I fucking love this movie. 85. What a great zombie movie. Was this on yours? Yeah. Okay, there another Maniac. Maniac. It's a black comedy, but it is kind of spooky in a weird way that like there was no hope whatsoever. Like these two bumbling idiots unleash this beast into the world that's yeah. like the, the uh, toxic zombie and they're like, "Oh shit, what do we do?" I don't know. And like it's just them trying to figure out and they do stupid things, but you would probably do the same thing trying to get out of the situation. It just gets worse the, and the worse. The logic and actually, worse. It, you know, it it's stupid logic, mm-hmm. but it's logic. Yeah. In some of these movies, you have no logic, right? Yeah. And that one does have one <clears throat> that makes sense. And every zombie looks fucking amazing. amazing. Even the cadaver that's all like yellow and from like the. Uh... Who did the effects on this? I was wondering that. Um, Is it the Wachowski brothers or? I don't think so. Um. But yeah, like yeah. they all look in- incredible. Yeah, like every zombie is kind of distinct. Like, and it's got a great fucking end. Yeah, like a lot of these movies don't have. So speak I, this, of hopeless. Like, so I, I had a. This is my first time watch of this. Oh, this year, and it made my list. Yeah. So even think about even like the characters. Every character is like memorable. Like, did you guys have any? Like for me, I might have had. Uh, it's probably between ten and fifteen first time watches. Is there uh, any first time watches on your no, list? I no, I think don't so. think so. Yeah, because yeah. again, it's so hard. Like to me, yeah. Uh, I, it, to me, again, if I'm gonna say it's favorite, I, it'd have to be fucking really rewatched. Amazing to, we uh, said best. Yeah. Well, favorite, best, same thing. <laughs> no, this is whatever it is. It's our favorite, right? I don't know what we're I don't think. This. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's because if I think of best and I'm thinking of like Science Lamb, like best made films, and then I'm thinking of like the same hundred films that everyone would have. Yeah, for me, it's like it was taking in consideration like a, a, a movie like Diabolique. Did anything hit me this hard? Yeah. Nowhere close. How much more? So potentially, like you watch it on the second watch, and it's like, oh, this is still good, but maybe it. It falls back and goes to eleven instead of not, but like almost yeah. nothing in my life has done that to me. Yeah, yeah, no first time watches for me. I just checked. Uh, by the yeah, they got into the effects. It's William Munn, so I don't know what oh. else he did. But wow, he deserves a maniac as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, he gets all the maniacs yeah. from here on out. Um, but yeah, not a first time watch, and and uh, uh, for my list, number two. Eh? From 1960, Psycho. Nice. Oh, nice. Uh, Maniac? Yeah. Maniac, yeah. Yeah, Maniac. Um, it's Alfred Hitchcock, potentially my favorite director all, of all time, yeah. going pretty rogue and just being like, this is going to make or break me. This is going to be the one. Like, I'm going to go it's with a- my TV crew and just do this 
because uh, no one put quite up his own it. money for this. Or yeah, no? he put up he some of his own money as well. Yeah, th- this was basically like if this failed, he was done. He he was pretty pretty well done. Um, mm. And instead, it like solidifies him. And and movies previous to that, like he was not considered like. It's crazy because he had a lot of great yeah. films before that, and it's it's crazy that this yeah. could have broke him. <laughs> Most of the yeah. films, like, there's not like, many At this after. point, he should have had a fucking free pass. Like, do whatever yeah. you want. Uh, but, but Vertigo fails, mm. but North by Northwest is a huge hit. That seems so weird to me. Uh, um, well, North by Northwest is the more yeah. fun yeah. mainstream picture. Uh, but, like... It, it it and Vertigo barely fails. Like by yeah. the way, yeah. but it it, it isn't. At, it's like if Spielberg makes a movie that just breaks even. No one's gonna be happy about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and then he makes this movie that redefines everything and basically starts you know this this slasher genre yeah. that you guys are are you know so All invested about. in. Yeah. Um, we don't need to go too too much into it. I'd I'd love to do. A psycho, because yeah. I've never gone mm. past it the on se- purpose. The sequel, see, I really enjoy the sequels, whether yeah. you would or not. You might get something out of part two, and then part three is just silly 80s slasher. At this point, I've watched the Bates Motel, right? Yeah. The, the television series. So my, uh, I don't know, kind of, I'm only going to watch the original yeah. sort of reverence reason is, mm-hmm. is out the window. So I think I'm ready to do it. We're doing it. What's your number cool. two, buddy? I'm uh, curious. My number two, another maniac from 1980, John Carpenter's The Fog. Oh, nice. Um, nice. This is my the masterpiece for me. Obviously, John Carpenter has done so many, but this is my favorite. I know you're number one now. Well, yeah. fuck, everyone knows my number one. Um, if you go on Letterboxd, you know my number you? one. 21. Okay. Um, yeah, you fuck. How did this not make you? T- anyway, that's too bad. Yeah. So cl- we've only had two then so far, right? That yeah. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm curious. But there'll um, be a third one. Yeah. So yeah, we've already talked about. It. I love the cast. Adrian, another Adrian Barbeau for me. So she oh. had uh, Creep Show, and um, she had a third, right? Or just two for her? Uh, she's in the thing. Or sorry, yeah. I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, I don't know if that counts. But Tom Atkins. <laughs> Tom Atkins. Yeah, Tom Atkins. Uh, <laughs> Jim Atkins. Actually, me. the guy that I have. <laughs> he was a baseball. No, that's Jim Abbott. He had Jim the one, Abbott. the one arm, and he was a great baseball but, player. Wow, third. <laughs> Do, you, Do you remember him? <laughs> I have a right vague recollection of. Shut him. the fuck up, guys. <laughs> Tom <laughs> yeah, yeah, Atkins. Yeah, yeah. I got three Tom Atkins guys in my yeah. in uh, films in my top twenty because he is the man. Again, if you. That'd be a great like. Tom Atkins guys, and it's just his movie. Like, well, and we'll, we'll talk about the end, but yeah, he's definitely yeah. probably yeah. the highest um, rated guy in, in my uh, list. Oh, yeah, that'd be an interesting Did you have two evil eyes I on there didn't. as well? I no? really do enjoy that movie, though, but um, yeah. not, not enough. enough. But yeah, we, we've talked about it a lot. I, I love all of the everyone in this film, you know, Hal Hauberk, Adrian Barbeau, Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis, Jant Lee, even Nancy Loomis again. Um, oh. Like you mentioned, oozes atmosphere in every frame. I love that campfire tail opening, the thick glowing fog. I love it, how it's like isolated yeah. sets, whether it's at the lighthouse or in the church. Um, mm-hmm. I love Atkins just love Atkins. fucking picking up <laughs> Jamie Lee. Yeah, period, <laughs> period. But then picking up Jamie period. Lee, like yeah. fucking her. She's this young, young. You're not a weirdo, are you? Yeah, I am. Yeah, but yeah. But like yeah. he literally gets <laughs> in her pants so easily, and then like the next day, it's like. I didn't even get your name, <laughs> which is totally, again, talking about Halloween 3, that's the Atkins thing, I guess. Mm. 
picking up these young women, barely, you know. Oh, yeah. It's a stash, right? But then, wait, he didn't have the stash <laughs> in Halloween 3, so it's just his charm. It's just him, um, just acting. Adrian Barbo, I love her sexy radio voice in this. Um, this might be my favorite horror movie score. I'm trying to, I, it's probably my favorite horror movie score. Mm. Um, anyways, yeah, we've talked about it so much. Check out the episode. Yeah. Everything about this film I'm, is I'll, great. Yeah, that's a good question. Goblins. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. like this more. Even but. Deep Red might be uh, up there. Yeah, it's up there as well. well. Yeah. Yeah. Th- those movies, those scores are great too. Even but. Psycho, uh, I think might actual, be up there. Actually, never mind. Yeah, that yeah. that that's that might be up there. Yeah, those are all above all right. for yeah. me. But keep naming ones, Matty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking like my number one. Actually, this score is fucking amazing too. Mm. From nineteen 19- number two, you're at. Are we talking about Return of the Living Dead? Didn't we? Oh, wait. So wait, which? Oh so my you god! Don't have which? Have you talked about? Oh, oh, oh! Sorry. We, so we took a break, folks. Yeah. And 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 Maddie was outside. Yeah. So what, 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 what were we talking about? We we you're you're at number one. That is right. But one of the oh, movies no, so we maybe thought he's we already have talked to. about. Have you talked about Jaws already? Oh, okay. yeah. He already talked. about oh. number five. Oh, Kyle, you just forgot about this. Okay, go on. <laughs> All right. Yeah. The Thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. From 82. Uh, another great score. Great atmosphere. Great cast. Great So the third monsters. film that make Everything our, about uh, this is fucking amazing. This is a third. Is it just yeah, the third film? Top maniac. So we get, uh, it's a maniac, and we've got The Fly, The Thing. Jaws. Jaws. Not Jaws, yeah. Okay, well, 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 at the yeah. end of this, well, uh, we have three right now. We'll see who's right. <laughs> Maddie's gonna be right. Um, my number one, which isn't close to either of whoa, your whoa, tops. Whoa, 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 what's this? Uh, from nineteen eighty, Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Oh, that's number one, eh? That is my number one. Oh wow. Um, this is the one I remember seeing in high school, and just. Getting into the labyrinth and like it, it almost didn't let me go. And I remember yeah. watching like the uh, whatever that the the documentary room, room two three seven, yeah. and and going. I could have become these people. Yeah, <laughs> like I hope not. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm the stoner not, guy. That- <laughs> they are clutching at straws in this doc. But what, again, it's not about that. It's not about that. Yeah. It's it's about what it yeah. brings you into. Mm-hmm. And I was brought yeah. in. Yeah, f- full in to this thing, and I love. Basically everything about this movie. I love the performances. I love the mystery. I love uh, the location. I love uh, the score. I, I all the meticulous detail that goes into it. Um, there isn't really anything I don't love in and and it was one of those movies where I was kind of in a rut. We've talked about this before on the yeah. show and why I'm not. An, I wasn't a nut for horror movies it was because I hated the horror movies of the late. 90s and early 2000s mm-hmm. and I saw this probably I don't know late 90s kind of like what what I guess you've been like a teenager at this point like uh yeah, late late teen yeah mid teens yeah. I would have watched this for the first time and it was like instant connection and instantly made me think okay this isn't I still know what you did last summer isn't the only horror movie yeah. you can watch right <laughs> there now there are like, some uh, options uh, and I, I've watched it many, many times. It's yeah. it's probably close to the, the top of, of of this list, if not the top. And it always does something for me. Mm-hmm. And I always want, um, I always want to go back. 
to, to that it space. It leaves so many questions at the end of it. You kind of want to keep going back for answers. Like the question, yeah. is yeah. it worse or better than the TV film? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the TV film, and I don't have. I like, actually, I've, I've not, seen I, his. I really. I'm gonna watch it this winter. Maybe we could do. Uh, yeah. Oh, maybe. We'll I, do I wouldn't Shining mind doing the winter. Maybe in January mind, or something. Yeah. Winter horror. Wait, 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 wait. We could do Shining, Shining, and Doctor Sleep. Uh, <laughs> I, I would. I wouldn't mind. I haven't watched. Doctor I was Sleep thinking yet, so the Shining, and then the other TV film, Rose Red, which also takes place in a uh, winter. Well, we got to do four. I we usually do but four. But that's two man. of them. All right. I don't want... All fuck right. Dr. <laughs> Sleep, man. <laughs> Anyways, okay, 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 okay. Um, yeah. I actually like, just watched I, I The Shining, too, which I could I yeah. watch again. That's a great movie. Yeah, listen. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out when we're not doing... Yeah, it's a, great, it's, a gr- it's yeah. a great movie that you just don't have that... Uh, you, you get Kubrick making something that... He's on an island, He yeah. basically, and he gets to do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. Which is, now, where does this fit in your Kubrick... I'm not saying you have to do your whole rankings, but is it high up or is it mid tier? Okay, very high. Yeah, like he, he's one of my all time favorites, and uh, you've got you know you know Barry Lyndon is 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 close as well, and same with Passive Glory. But I wouldn't be surprised if this gets to the top of that list. I like again, he's like a Hitchcock character. Yeah. Um, What's you guys thought it was going to be, we need a bigger boat, but it is not. Friday the 13th, part three, in 3D. No, he's lying. Yeah, I know he's lying. Uh, no, yeah. If anyone... You got us with that dark yeah. phoenix or whatever the fuck that X-Men yeah. movie was. If anyone knows years, me, yeah. I mean, you go my letterbox, this is... Possibly my favorite film of all yeah. time, so it's got to be my favorite horror film of all time. 1975... Spielberg's the ja- uh, the Jaws, uh, Jaws. <laughs> um, yeah, like this is this is even I, I, the original director's cut that he found yeah. these tapes. I love Spielberg. I love a lot of a lot of his films. Could probably be probably be in my top 100 of all time. Just general list. Uh, this is the one for me though. Uh, we've talked about a lot about it. Uh, Roy Scheider and and Robert Shaw, Richard Dreyfuss, all of them are so great together. Um, um, maniac, maniac, <laughs> maniac. Another, another film where everyone in the town is interesting. In this case, everyone on the, uh, the beach town of Amityville Island. Um, I love like all the little side characters. Uh, fucking, who is it? Um, JJ Abrams named his company company after. Yeah. Bad hat, Harry. Are you taking the uh, gears? <laughs> um, the, you mentioned the, the, the Kintner boy and that whole, yep. like, yeah, his Kittner mom, like tragic. Kittner. Uh, the mayor. Yeah. She just walks up and kind of slaps him. That like a sketchy uh, mayor who's like selling cars on the side. Even you got yeah. the kids karate chop in the fence. Like it's just yeah. all those little moments that make yeah. this town feel real. And, and yeah, that one like the deputy is like vomiting because he sees like the uh, girl washed upon the shore. He's all like, oh, I can't go look at her. The <laughs> scene you heard, we've talked about this quiet moments yeah. again where he's at the table with the sun. But then it leads to like them cutting open the shark. And oh, yeah. that's great! And they're, they're finding the license plate and all the different things eaten, but no, no boys. So they realize that that's not the shirt that's responsible. Also, the yeah, lead up yeah, to yeah, that yeah, 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 is is fantastic. Drunk too. Uh, the John Williams score. Did we mention that? It, it's so fucking good. Again, it's guess, like that perfect yeah. mix of like adventure and, but then it goes to like yeah. the, the, of course, the horrific. Dun, 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 dun. Um, the, the the fact that it opens right away. That scene is terrifying. Yeah, that that scene is the one that 
to me makes me afraid to go in the water because it's at nighttime. You don't see shit. You don't know what's going on. You just see something has grabbed her. She's getting swung around and then she gets pulled in. It also doesn't feel like Spielberg no. to me. In that, a bit too adult. In in a gr- weird way. And, and there's a grind yeah. to that yeah. opening well, sequence. New, she's new too, which again doesn't yeah. fit the Spielberg. Like all of that, the way it's shot too, like. It, I think part of this is probably just out of necessity, yeah. but yeah. It, well, this it, is also it, early it impacts more Spielberg before he became like before this he did Duel, um, and a couple other TV movies, right? He did some Night Gallery episodes, mm-hmm. so like this is before he became the wholesome fam. I mean, you're definitely getting Sugarland yeah. Express. And, this probably yeah. turned him into like this movie. Was well, so those family oh, yeah. moments you probably, er, you see yeah. them expanded upon, upon later, but yeah. Um, yeah. What's what there to say about this film? It's thrilling. It's funny. It's adventurous. It's horrific. It kind of gives you everything. Perfect film, maybe. I, I don't know. Who yeah. knows? But um, yeah, the, the, everything about this movie is awesome, and it's why it's my favorite horror film of all time. So we got Maddie number one, the thing, Adam and the shining jaws. The Jaws. The Jaws. <laughs> the Jaws. Uh, pretty great list of films there. Uh, yeah, so how many did we have in our top 20 that we shared? Was it four of them? Four of them. So the we, Thing, uh, there Jaws, you go, right in between. The Fly. Both of our, we predicted five, Maddie yeah. predicted three. What was the fourth? Uh, uh, the Thing, The Fly, Jaws, and... Halloween 3? No. Nope. It was... Um, Not The Lost Boys, which is the one that I thought we'd all fucking yeah. have. Um... And Suspiria. Suspiria. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that, that's our list. But before... Yeah. Still wild that we yeah. only had four. Yeah, well, again, that, I think that shows you... I thought the top of the list, we would be... A bit more in sync. Th- yeah. th- we did have a lot of maniacs throughout, though. But, yeah, it does it just show that yes. we all kind of have our own eclectic mm-hmm. taste. I mean, again, I, I think you can see our personalities in each of our lists, which I think kind of makes us interesting. I think if we just all had the same 100 horror films, it would kind of be boring. I think that we had... Shocking emissions on my part, maybe text chain some mask or alien. I guess yours would be maybe Friday the 13th. Maddie, I guess didn't, didn't evil have any dead shocking emissions. Did you? Well, I didn't oh, lost nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, nightmare on Elm Street. Well, none of it. We, yeah, none of us had Wes Craven except for Maddie had nightmare. Yeah, I'd, which I, I had guess nightmare people would, would say is crazy because he's a hack. We already decided this, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, on people on the stairs, you know, what's a big one it. none of us had yeah. the omen. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty big title. The yeah. other one, Nosferatu, is one you see on a lot of people's lists. Did yeah, the original or, or the Either. Herzog? Um, Howling? Yeah. Did anyone have the Howling? Which is a yeah. f- that's crazy, Joe Dante. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess the, the for me the big thing is uh, Price. I only had one Price film. He's if you told me if you asked me who's my favorite horror movie actor. It Ethan's would probably have been some price. But again, I think I would have had five just outside the, the top 100. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only other one is uh, Tremors. No one had Tremors, right? That's a kind of a big, yeah, big a one. one. That's very close to making my list. Yeah, the Tremors that's was... That's not the one that doesn't feel like a horror. It feels like a comedy horror to you me. You didn't have Creepshow, did you? Whoa. No. That, yeah, that's a big one. Uh, and Session yeah, 9 like is a big one, I guess. For, no, you had Session 9, didn't for, you? For no. Modern horror. Oh. Session 9 is, is legitimately yeah. 101. Yeah, like it. It would just got bounced well, at the end. I guess uh, we're we're just gonna talk stats now before we leave. Do you yeah. guys have a breakdown by decade? Like what? The only other one okay. I was gonna say was uh, "Don't Look Now." Yeah, I thought that would have yeah been something that would be on your list. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I found it was kind of problematic, but that that's one that 
shows up on a. I, ha- a I had the Criterion Blue. I didn't get a chance to revisit it, but I don't know if it would have been in you know a top one hundred for me. I remember enjoying it, but. Um, yeah, okay, let's so break we're going to do by decade. D- d- decade. Do you yeah. have yours, Kyle? I don't have mine. I'm just trying to count right now. If you can go. Okay, well, I got um, 1930s, I had one. 1940s, I had one. 1950s, I had one. 1960s, I had six. 1970s, 26, so it goes up. 1980s, 45. (laughs) About half my list was from the 80s, which makes sense, I think, if you know me. 1990s, uh, eight, which is uh, surprising. That's quite a bit. 2000s, I had 10. Which again, I I have argued that the two thousands yeah. is better than the twenty tens, and I stand by it. Twenty tens, I only had two. Um, that that um, no, I guess it wasn't the least. The thirties, forties, fifties had less, but um, yeah, definitely. Yes, probably also haven't seen as many yeah those from, decades exactly. Seventies, um, eighties so for me are I the big had, ones. I had four from nineteen thirty. I had this is going to take just take me a second to do all these, but. I I had <laughs> I had three from nineteen wow, forties. I had how many from the nineteen fifties? Uh six from the nineteen fifties. From the nineteen sixties I had Ooh, I had a lot from the nineteen sixties. I had fifteen oh, wow. from the nineteen sixties. From the nineteen seventies I had Probably the most. Oh, 18? 18 from the 1970s. And then from the 1980s, no. I had the most from the wow. 1980s. That's 21. I, I thought, oh, yeah. Really? A lot of people yeah. consider the 70s the best decade of horror, so that's surprising. I mean, it makes, um, again, I, I've loved the 80s, but. Uh, and then uh, from the 90s, I had seven. And from the 2000s, I had uh, thirteen. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, I've been pretty. Uh, so how many did you have from the, the map? Eh? Is the question. And from the twenty tens, I also had thirteen. So yeah, the two thousands might be interesting then, because uh, I stand by it's a much better decade. You had it equal, I guess, at least as far as top ten. Yeah. In terms of the top end. Uh, I I think to be honest, I would have the 2010s higher because I yeah. think it 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 falls off after a bit for me. But the 90s, uh, the 90s has, you know, I I thought would be the 90s has year. a lot of shit, but it has like a lot of really great films too. I mean, again, Science of the Lambs and Exorcist Three mm-hmm. and you know. yeah. I don't have any of the numbers. I'm sorry. Yeah, but Rob, I, I assume you're, you're mostly 80s. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of it, like 65% of the 80s. I think I have one from the 50s. I think I have like seven from the 60s. I think probably about like What's your earliest decade? Do you have that? 59. Oh, so 50s yeah, is the earliest. 59. I guess House and Haunted Yeah, Hell you would know Universal Monsters, right? Wow. No, that, I did that'd not. That would be the big omission from your list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, a I, lot I, of 80s. A lot of like a nine. Well, not many 90s, actually. A lot of the uh, early aughts, like the aughts I have a lot of. Uh, what about directors? Do you guys have a breakdown by that? I don't. I Like, I know Carpenter and yeah, Cronenberg. I'm not going to do, like, huge. I had a lot that had two. Yeah. Um, the, the, the two for me were Carpenter. I had three titles and Sam Raimi three because I had the Evil Dead trilogy. 
Um, mm. Some weird ones like William Girdler, who did, I guess, Nature Gone Amok. He had two. Uh, the big one. <laughs> weird. I got three Hitchcocks. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, able to fit that in. Yeah, I, I didn't even uh, think, but like Frenzy, yeah. Frenzy was my 100. And, the big one, yeah. Mario Bava, I only had one. I thought I would have had more. But again, I, I had a couple that were just shy. I just had... There was somebody on my list One that came well. up quite a bit. Uh, Tommy Lee Wallace. I guess he was director of uh, Halloween 3, but he also wrote the screenplay for like Amityville 2. And he did a lot yeah, of weird there, things. There was other guys that did about. like wrote and directed. We yeah. counted, I only counted like the directed, yeah. but yeah, you're director. right. Yeah, sorry, Matt. He does, the oh, biggest one, I think. Get out of here, Wes Tommy Lee is, We already mentioned we didn't have any. <laughs> Hacked. Hacked. And then not actors. Good. Any, any that still for you guys that had a lot? <laughs> A weird one that I didn't think it would be a lot, but Goldblum was in a lot of these movies I watched. Like, yeah, wow, weird because he well, had, had a bit two parts in like Goldblum, a lot of these movies. Yeah, yeah, like three. Yeah, and guess Veronica Cartwright. I had three movies as well. The one as we well. already mentioned, Tom Atkins for me was the king with four. Yeah. But I had, I had. Uh, I think I only have one Atkins movie. Probably the oh, fog. Yeah, because yeah, you didn't have Creep Show and you didn't have yeah. three. Uh, yeah. For me, uh, and then right behind that, Jamie Lee Curtis. I like that he whispers that. Like yeah. he doesn't want anybody to yeah, know. Yeah. Be cool. <laughs> he doesn't want you get beat yeah, up on man. the streets. I, I love Tom Atkins. Yeah. Please don't talk about this anymore. <laughs> he, he's listening right For me, I won't go. I had tons with two, but I, I'll just say for three, I had Jamie Lee Curtis. Obviously, she did the, the, a lot of the slashers. Uh, Bruce mm-hmm. Campbell with three, the Evil Dead trilogy. Uh, Corey Feldman. Because he had the Burbs, huh. Lost Boys. Huh? I had those. The other one I had with him. No, because I didn't have the one that he was in. Um, mm. What is the other Corey Feldman movie I had? Feldman's Feldman. <laughs> that was uh, like the horror movie where he kills himself. Ah. Yeah, I, I wish I wrote that down. What a great! <laughs> yeah. Oh, Gremlins. Gremlins. Feldman's was the other one for uh, Gremlins. Also have that. Uh, so. Yeah. There's probably a lot if I, I was Yeah, really if he did deep. some. George C. Scott was a lot for me, I think. He had like I had two, two or with him. Uh, Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing each had three because they did yeah. some anthologies. Surprisingly, yeah, not a lot of their Hammer ones as the anthologies for them. And then Christopher George, <laughs> I had three because uh, the, na- the nature got to muck in pieces, of course. So, uh, uh, And I was happy that, uh, again, I only had one Vincent Price, but I did fit in my boy Tom Cruise in there. So. That's all that. Uh, That's the only reason matters. you include that movie. So Tom Cruise be part of this yes. list. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I didn't so mean, I'm trying to think. I, I, it was either that or the Mummy hey, Returns with a fucking movie. Rewatch that he film did, and like, uh, see if you, what you guys think about it. This shocked him. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. And the only other thing I want to bring up is subgenres. Obviously, if you know me, the big ones for me were slasher films in the lead. But then I had anthologies, anthologies Nature Gonna Muck were high up there. And then if you. Breaking it down, you know, some fit a lot of things, so I didn't really go yeah. too hard. Yeah, holiday, holiday theme, yeah, was another big one for me with, yeah. you know, seven plus the um, the tales and my buddy Valentine. Uh, if you count that, the anthology segment. So, yeah. Well, can I just say, guys, congratulations on 100 episodes. This is fucking yeah. awesome that we've actually. Yeah, thank got you guys here. for like, including me on this. this I, 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 I dope. Like, congratulations yeah. all around. And uh, doing this thank, thanks guys. for the listeners too. For thanks for the ones that have yeah. stuck out with us from the beginning. There's some that have been. Going back to the horror and more from the podcast stage, so thank you. and then all the new listeners. Uh, hopefully, you know you stick with us. You may disagree and consider some of our picks crazy, but uh, <laughs> that's why this this show's fun because you never know what you're going to get out of it. You know, we'll we'll br- all the West Craven hack fans. Yeah, if come you on want in. to like a. Have praise for Wes Craven, even though uh, Adam thinks he's a hack. Or I I, I, I'm speaking for all of us. Yeah. I think we all think he's a hack. So you can email us at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. I uh, get a hold of us. Find us on Facebook. Just search Movie City Maniacs. 
and yeah, uh, uh, we're on Instagram, Movie City Maniacs, and and when this episode goes up, you're going to be able to check out our yeah. letterbox. Check us, find us on letterbox uh, oh. ratings as well, Maddie. You got to get figure out how to do this. What is this letterbox <laughs> you speak? You're of? on the letterbox, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, check if that out. If you follow but, us, yeah. you kind of get a little tease, a little preview of what our shows might be. Not always, but you know, sometimes you'll see us watching a flick, and there's a good chance we may talk about it yeah. later on. So. And I'm going to try to make these guys expand the list to 150 yeah. Holy moly. We'll, we'll in November. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, anyways, guys, it's been a lot of fun. Big episode. And you have a hundred If a hundred horror films wasn't <laughs> enough for you, we're, we're following this up with our Shocktober. We're, again, nothing more but horror. So for the, the people that were like, yeah, you guys maybe don't, you do some Hitchcock, you do whatever, not enough horror. I feel like we just gave you guys a whole lot, and we got a whole lot more coming. A hundred, three hundred movies. Stay scared, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.